Hey there, weebs. Welcome to the Weep Power Hour, where we talk about everything anime and manga every Thursday on your favorite podcast apps. If you enjoyed this episode, leave us a review and follow us to stay updated when new episodes drop. We really appreciate it. With all that out of the way, let's get right into the anime. What if it's going to turn into one of those, like, I talked with my plant a lot kind of thing? And, no, that's, what, that's, that's what I'm thinking too. Right, because probably. Mal was just like, I planted this seed and then it became a baby. So, like, technically, like, he is the dad. It just it, it heard everything and it's like... Yeah, it's just repeating, regurgitating whatever he said. That's, like that's, I was getting that same feeling too. It's ridiculous, but, you know, like, I can't blame the baby character. It's just like... There's, yeah, you're focusing so much children. on it. You can blame Ice Age Baby though. He was a fucking prick. Oh no, he was horrible. He he ruined that whole movie. Ray Romano deserves better. <laughs> God. Everybody loves Raymond. <sighs> okay, we are already at gen 173 here at game freak i don't know how the fuck we made it this far but we're still here boys but i need some hot ideas to make this generation the best generation of pokemon we have ever seen so i'll be taking any ideas anything you want to throw at me plenty we'll start with you first what do you got okay um Yes. I think this will be different enough where people won't get it. Uh, okay. We so love I was thinking, that. take a spin off of the first gen. Like, okay. kind of bring back the OG, but then right. instead of a lizard, it's a rat. And okay. it'll stand like on it. its front legs. And its okay. tail will have a little head at the end that breathes the fire. But the rat has kind of like sharp teeth. And the colors are uh, just uh-huh. uh, uh, the the Charizard colors, and we uh, named okay. this Pokemon uh, Ratzardo. Book it. It's in. I love it. All right. Next up, Lance. That's your yes, idea. Sir. Yeah. Um, yep. You. So uh, I know that we need to uh, test more gimmicks, uh, make use of the new motion controls for the Switch Fifty Seven, and um, I think the best way to take advantage of that is to implement throwing the controller to simulate throwing a pokeball because the players love interactivity so if they throw their pokeball or their controller at full strength that will determine how effective their capture is going to be what do you think boss i only ask for pokemon i don't like the idea don't book it all right next You, uh, sir. You in the front. I, yeah, I old was man. There when it first started, Gen 1. And me okay, and my whippersnapper friends, let me continue, please stop talking over me. When me and my <laughs> friends would hang out, we would be kind of suicidal on the side. So, this is inspiration for my friends. Rest their souls. They didn't kill themselves, by the way, just old age. I know you're thinking it. Anyway, it's going to be a Pokemon with a gun, and it's going to be facing its head. And every time it attacks, it deals personal damage, but also goes through its head because it's already a ghost type, you see. And it Uh hits them for physical normal moves. It's pretty good. In their overcharged mode, their head turns into a fiery blaze, and you can kind of change it. Like, uh, what's that Pokemon called? Uh, uh, that, cast that, that, form? that, no, not, yeah, yeah, let, let's do cast form. I was thinking of the other one that turns into the giant refrigerator. The, 
Oh, Rotom. Uh, yeah, Rotom. But yeah, Cast Form's good too. Yeah, yeah. So you give it different types of depression. And each depression <laughs> coincides with their typing. What's it called? Uh, it's called I Want to Die. <laughs> well. Work in progress, I- but I kind of want to keep it that way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie. From my many years of being CEO of Game Freak, this is the first time I've ever heard of this Pokemon. And I love it. Book it is going to be on the actual game cover of Gen 173. I feel it's like the flaming be a hot Cheetos guy all over again. I don't know what that means, so we're just going to move on. <laughs> we're I just going to end this video. Oh, well, you see, back in my day, there was, uh, I think he was a janitor and he put spicy things on top of his Cheetos and he became very rich. That's it. That's the story. Because right, he invented well, anyway. flaming hot cheat. Don't talk over me. <laughs> <laughs> Please. <laughs> adjourn meeting. Adjourn meeting. Uh, on that note, hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the We Power Hour, the show where we have a roundtable discussion on the latest news and topics in the anime and manga world. Uh, from that amazing opening, I am your host for this week, Peter. You drew Radzardo? Yeah. How'd you draw that so fast? I just had paint and I thought of bottom to top and I drew from bottom to top. Make sure you put that in. <laughs> I'm going to put that in the thumbnail. Oh, no. Okay. Cool. Uh, it's- st- <laughs> right. Starting from my far left, Avery. <laughs> Joe Mama. Okay. Uh, the man in the middle, Lance. Hi. And then uh, the lady on my left, Plinchy. Hello. Uh, we were already on number 95 uh Oof. close to the big one hundo uh for the wee power hour and i think we're in the month for our second anniversary too very very soon or the next month so august or september i always forget one of those close to fall summer uh months so uh very close to uh the two-year anniversary of the wee power hour as well so uh really big milestone for us because can't believe we've done it this long without wanting to kill ourselves uh so congrats to us uh we did take the week off uh so there is plenty of stuff to talk about uh for the past two weeks uh so let's jump into the latest news of the week first uh in big lance news uh somehow he was able to crowdfund enough money to get season two of detective is already dead boys (laughs) we overcame the odds and we went the distance Uh, i I don't know once a week yeah the i don't know how just, he did it it just came in like a waterfall man <laughs> i don't know how he did it but yes uh detective was already dead is confirmed for a season two uh no information about the air date or if the same studio will be taken over uh for the second season but there is already a teaser trailer that has been released if you want to check it out uh link is in the description uh and i'm gonna play it for everyone here so they can see it so I remember all these characters and I hate them. Man, all these illustrations are so much better than the anime. Yeah. They even made the main character look good. Yeah. Oh, that was the main character? Yeah. Yeah. That was key. Wow, he looked totally different. Oh, yeah, he took a look totally different. <laughs> wow. Oh, no, love of kill. Its claws are far-reaching indeed. <laughs> 
it's not over yet. Don't be so eager to click away. I remember there was this picture that blew up kind of recently of uh, of this show, and it was just that one scene where they're like walking on a sideway or like on a street, and to the right of them was a PNG of like a real car. <laughs> and i can't believe cool. we didn't miss that scene like a real png image of a car just plastered onto their anime wow <laughs> maybe that was one of the later that. episodes probably we did drop it so uh it didn't we didn't watch the whole thing only lance has watched the whole thing i, believe, I watched right? the whole thing or, i i don't remember yeah. that but then again you know i do black out every once in a while when my brain <laughs> just go ahead and put it in podcast stuff <laughs> Oh god, he actually did. Whoa. Whoa. That is very striking. Oh my god, they didn't even try to make the windows. Yeah. Uh, Or maybe it's hotboxed or something. Cool. Yeah, Yeah, on one side. Oh no, there's one open window. Well, the window's open, so it can't be hotboxed. What the fuck? (laughs) It's just just a dude breathing really hard all over his windows. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. Oh my How god. Is the temptation to draw after you've done all it, that fog? It's siesta. <laughs> and just breathing all over the place. So uh if you haven't seen it yet, you can always watch it on Crunchyroll. 12 episodes are already out. It came out uh late last year. Well not really late, but September of last year. So has been a while since we've talked about Detective Is Already Dead. Uh I did mention this. Uh, announcement to Lance earlier and then he told me we should watch season 2 and have it on the media roundup so we can see how shitty uh, it continues to be. I don't know if everyone else agrees on that but Does that mean we need to watch season 1? To like catch no. up? Uh, Lance gave me like TLDR of it and we didn't miss much from yeah, what he told nothing me. Nothing really happened in the end except that uh, Siesta died. But Which we like, already you knew. You get to see that. how she died at the end? Yeah. Or that it's just doubly confirmed? Yeah. We get to see how she died. And uh, oh. it was the dumbest shit I've ever seen in my life. So we could probably well, watch like the last episode. You're better off just left knowing she died and not knowing how she died. <laughs> cool. Damn. Uh, so yeah, there you go. Uh, so maybe... In the future, I'm assuming it's going to be a 2023 release uh, at the la- at oh. the earliest. So maybe you'll see it on the media roundup someday. But uh, who knows? <laughs> uh, and then the last piece of news that we have for this week, uh, the DigiFest 2022 event uh, was just past weekend. And they confirmed that there is a new movie in the works. Uh, Digimon Adventure 2, uh, the, the beginnings. Uh, so basically, uh, the crew that was part of the sequel of the original Digimon uh series uh is getting their own movies now uh if you want to check out the link down below you can see all the <laughs> everyone artwork. looks so grown up except for the one in the blue like i don't i couldn't tell who any of these characters are but that dude i remember him yeah the main he guy. has an age the fucking day <laughs> just grew, yeah. he got taller <laughs> yeah so if you want to check it out all the adult versions of all the characters from uh the second uh, Digimon series uh Daisuke Motumiya and the rest of the crew uh the link is down below they all yeah they all just look taller versions of their previous self, especially this kid right here. He literally just grew taller. The the <laughs> bowl cut kid. Yeah. <laughs> so uh but uh with with the crew, there is some new characters in the works. 
Uh, there will be a character called Ru Owada, who's going to be played by Megumi Ogata. Uh, and apparently, this is a mysterious youth who descends from Tokyo Tower and says, I was the first in the world to become a Digidestin. So, and then a、uh, new, I assume a new Digimon,、uh, Ukomon, which will be played by、uh, Rie Kugimiya, who looks like a slippery marine creature and is key to the plot. So,、uh, I'm sorry. Just that, that new character reminds me of how. We used to draw our edgy OCs in high school.、Stop. I mean, isn't <laughs> well, that just like the, the villain from、um, um, season two before he became a good guy? Yeah, this guy. Yeah, just yeah this、like、guy right here. With a spiky hair. Yeah. You have to remember、oh, that、uh, Digimon <laughs> Adventures 2, which is right after, right after Digimon Adventures 1. So、uh, the, the setting for it is like 2012. Around that ballpark, like that, of, of, of the time of the, of the movie. So, I mean, people still, people were dressing like that back in the day. <laughs> people still dressing <laughs> like that to this day. The zipper、Sally. doesn't match between the neck and the body. It's because they're detached, I think. They're just they're two or different. Or like、oh, folded, maybe? Yeah, it's like creased over. Who knows? <laughs> But、uh, yeah, there you go. You, you met a company who did、uh, the Digimon Adventure Last Evolution. Kizuna movie from, for the original、uh, Digidestins. They will be back、uh, to do this movie, and Toy Animation will be helping produce it as well. So,、uh, something to look forward to、uh, for you Digimon fans out there. I know the Digimon Try movies have been a decent success, and it's been a good callback to the original,、uh, the original kids. So,、uh, if you are in love with Digimon, this movie will be out soon, I assume. Uh, but with that,、uh, that is the latest news of the week.、Uh, if there are any news articles you guys want us to check out and talk about on the podcast, you can always email us at thewepoweragmail.com or you can always DM us on our social media.、Uh, just give us that link. We'll check it out and then、uh, maybe we'll talk about it on a future podcast. But let's move on to the next segment of our show. It is the media roundup of the week. This is a segment where we talk about anything we watched or read outside of our top 10 anime ranking board.、Uh, we got a new. Uh, show on for this week.、Uh, it's been long overdue because I think the special has been out for a couple weeks now. I just keep forgetting <laughs> to have everyone here watch it. But the Dr. Stone one hour special, the Rusu、uh, connection between the end of season two and then to the beginning of season three、uh, came out a couple weeks ago and it got subbed. So I would just open up the floor to everyone here. How'd you guys like the one hour special、uh, to help? Supplement、uh, the actual seasons. Yeah, Ryusui,、um, he makes, he creates capitalism back in the world again, and that's pretty amazing. He did it all in the span of 24 hours. Yeah. Maybe even less than 24 hours. It was still, it was still light out. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see no night sequence to back to day sequence. I mean, it was a beautiful episode. It just reminded me of. Okay, well, season two, kind of, Stone. season two kind of took a dip, but season one was just, it was not just a, a great story with like cool science behind it. It also just had really nice animation, and this OVA was back to that, that high point. Yeah. 
I'm happy that they kept the uh, whole personifying real world world dangers like how they did in season one too. I think they had like a, I forget the name of the gas, but like they made it her into like a demonic princess. Yeah, that's right. Oh, the, this like sulfuric acid or something like that. Something like that. Yeah. I don't remember the actual name of it. Yeah. And this season we have the whole fucking cloud dragon. Yeah. I really like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just, I wish this was season two, but at the same time, the animation was so mm. great that it felt worth the wait. Yeah. Definitely hard I, to be like this or that. Yeah. I think, I guess in hindsight, if this is their plan all along to do the one hour special, maybe season two being what it is, isn't as bad of an idea as I thought it was going to be. Um, because everything we saw here was basically kind of like the, the middle of, between two major arcs right it's kind of dr stone has this thing where kind of like we pick up a whole bunch of characters and then we move into the next arc and then we pick up a bunch of characters then we Mm. move on to the like the next evolution of what we want to do next right so the next stage for them is building a boat and exploring the world right kind of kind of how like human civilization started before right they also wanted to travel by boat to explore new regions and stuff like that and there's a whole lot of materials and and uh, resources that can only be available in different countries. And the only way to get there currently would be by boat. So uh, this is kind of like an in-between arc kind of thing. And they kind of summed up everything pretty well, uh, pretty quickly. So now what I can only assume is once we get to season three, you know, maybe first couple episodes would just be kind of a little recap and then kind of building up into us leaving and then finally choosing the crew to get on the boat uh to leave for the new world kind of thing and uh for me like this this is the best arc that dr stone uh has to offer in terms of the manga uh the the fact that they can leave for the new world and then uh see how the world has changed outside because you can kind of see it already uh in this one hour special senku draws the map of where to mm-hmm. find the oil but then when they get there huge like uh falls and stuff like that the uh was it like mount fuji has been exploding multiple times over the past uh couple decade or a couple thousand years for them so the whole landscape is entirely different than what they originally remembered so uh i always like how to see like actual real world and how it will look like in a couple thousand years and how different it can be uh it'll be pretty cool to see that once it gets animated in season three how's it how does everyone like the new character he's a lot uh he's out there and uh but and yet he really fit into the crew very easily Mm -hmm. especially for having such a big personality he immediately became just another member of the team yeah and uh yeah they did a great job introducing him yeah i think that's the beauty with dr stone it's never about like the major conflicts because kind of like how we had in season two is the conflict against Tsukasa and him wanting to, you know, not revive everybody, only select few people that deserve to to be alive in his eyes kind of thing. Uh, that kind of stuff is kind of like whatever, but adding new characters and seeing how they integrate with this, uh, this, this core group has always been fun. Like when Tsukasa was first introduced in season one, he was really cool. And interesting. And then once he became the conflict, it was kind of like, eh, whatever. So uh, they kind of skipped that Rurisu and just straight up just be like, yeah, you're, you're part of the crew now. And he uh, he's, he fits seamlessly. And uh, 
I can't wait for you guys to meet other characters as well. You know, I think the thing that um, made Tsukasa come across as less uh, interesting as a villain was aside from like a handful of people, he mostly just surrounded himself with like forgettable nobodies. <laughs> I wish that he had like a like an Avengers team, like the way that Senku has like an Avengers science team, just this all-star mm. cast of really cool yeah. characters. And Tsukasa just had cavemen one, two, and three with their awful <laughs> yeah. haircuts. So I couldn't really take him seriously. Like Tsukasa. Then he had like that ninja. Are these the people guy. you want to revive? Yeah. Well, because I think he thinks they're like strong civilization shit. Yeah, it's just like he doesn't want them to be smart, right? He just wants them to be strong and loyal, kind of thing, because he's afraid civilization would be back to where it was if all the smart people came back, because the smart people would be the ones that would take advantage of the dumb people. And then it would be a big discrepancy between like the rich and the poor again. And he doesn't want that anymore. So just like, like I get all the dumb people. Uh, yeah, basically. Like capitalism. <laughs> like yeah. Yusu's probably like his worst oh, enemy Sukasa in terms of like what he sees. If he saw it. Yeah. I was thinking God, that like right I saw thing. Cash getting printed. I'm like, holy fuck. Holy crap. So yeah. this is the basically what he was trying to fight to not make happen. Yeah. yeah. But you know, it's okay. We revived his sister. His sister's all happy. You know, we saw we saw, you know, a couple of scenes with her and everything like that and enjoying life. Uh, so, hey, we should be, he should be okay, right? Once we figure out a way to to save him, right now he's in. Put me back in the ice chamber. I don't want to be yeah, out here <laughs> Is it caveman world yet? <laughs> no, Walt Disney, not yet. In fact, it's <laughs> almost back to how it used to be. Put me back under. <laughs> <laughs> do we still make racist Disney movies? Like, yes, we do. Hmm. Mm. Maybe I do want to stay. Nah, Is there anime? Under. Maybe there's hope. Yes. Yeah. <gasps> Rizu's uh, voice actor, uh, Suzuki uh, Ryota, uh, is Ishigami from Kaguya-sama. He's fantastic. <laughs> he he yeah. nailed the idea of Rizu very easily uh, right from the get-go, uh, and I'm very impressed uh, with his voice acting. Uh, he, he's been slowly getting up there in terms of like one of my favorite voice actors now. Ishigami's been amazing up until this point, and uh, yeah, Rizu's going to be another great character for him to submit himself as i look at this list of his characters he's played i've realized that the role that i know him most for ishigami is actually kind of the outlier outlier yeah he actually plays mm-hmm. more characters like ryusui normally a lot and, more outgoing uh, a lot more loud characters loud and expressive yeah yeah he nailed ryusui though oh yeah i wanted to add real quick for um dr stone i was really happy with how they um kind of just show general progression for how the entertainment section and like oh, keeping people oh, happy yeah. went on without like actually yeah. diving deep into it small things like spotlights um making mock-up uh microphones and card yeah. card games etc yeah because they, yeah. they realize fashion. clothes fashion yeah, yeah. the, the oh masses God, need to be entertained the masses need to all have over again. their morale build right so uh it's almost economy 101 right there just understanding how to make the masses happy because obviously at the end of the day they're the ones that have to be pumping for like 15 hours or like you know uh doing whatever crazy science experiment that uh, he needs them to do for 10 plus hours you know they're not like kohaku or chrome where they're doing it because they want to for the betterment of the group uh some people just you know are in it for themselves which is okay you know that's just how human society works and uh so him, and, 
him and Gen, they're definitely the like the one-two punch combo to really make sure that everything uh, stays afloat in this uh, very small community that they have. Like without without Gen and, with, and without Senku, I can't imagine how this group would be led by. Uh, to be perfectly honest, so uh, okay, sounds like uh, that's it for Doctor Stone. I believe uh, season three is set to release spring of 2023 so we don't have to wait entirely too long just you know just half a year uh but we'll definitely uh, check out season three i think this special kind of revitalized the love of dr stone for us season two was kind of kind of took a blow for us but uh i think we're back on track with dr stone so we'll definitely uh be watching season three uh this coming spring uh let's move on to the next anime on our list uh, Ruby, Ice, Quindi- Ice Queendom, Episode 5. We continue our journey through Wise's dream state, negative Wise, or however, not positive <laughs> Wise, however they want to fucking uh, talk about this uh, dream version of her. Uh, Ruby has uh, the other two in tow as well uh, to try to get the key pieces to get into her, her, the deepest part of her mind to save her and kiss her to wake her up. I don't fucking know. Probably. Uh, they love their fairy tale tropes so much and they're yeah. going hard mm-hmm. on Snow White for yeah. um, for Weiss. That's not that's, so far fetched. Yeah, that's, they that's even the gave kind of the Snow White today. theme song too. <laughs> with a oh, redhead yeah. girl singing. With, like they with gave fucking her own Pyra little singing in the cage. Song. Yeah. Oh, Mirror Mirror. Yeah. yeah. That fucking threw me off. But uh, yeah, I'll open the floor everyone here. Uh, how'd you guys like uh this these turn of events and i assuming the rest of the arc uh for for this it's season. looking like it yeah like this might be the whole rest of the season. everything is gonna be about wise yeah mm-hmm. yeah which is now i understand the bad. title yeah ice queen <laughs> like, oh, yeah. okay yeah it's just <clears throat> wise is the center of it how'd you feel about um because it's not just this episode, but I want to talk about last week's episode too, when we uh, fully began this new uh, Weiss arc. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think, Plinchy, of um, this new story? I think I said it on an episode oh, while we were watching that it felt like a fanfic of Ruby becoming an anime. Yeah. Because the story is so not what I expected. And with the Japanese adaptations, the characters are slightly different. I think the biggest difference has been Ruby, but yeah. everyone else has been pretty spot on. Just voices are different, really. Um, and I can't help but feel like the the food fight scene has been taken away from me. I think, sadly, I, <laughs> I don't think we're going to touch season two. But I mean, the animation is beautiful. Yeah. And... The story itself is so... No other word to describe it but anime. Like a child who has binged watched 40 different animes and is super into fairy tales. Just went ham on (laughs) fanfic.net. And a studio was like, this has potential. We can make it better. Just like the Sonic (laughs) team. Whoa, Sonic can turn into a werehog? (laughs) Book it bookmark that shit people like this but uh i don't know as someone that has never watched ruby i think being simple was good enough i i think 
it's already a win in in my book that the、mm. that they had a Japanese studio pick up、uh, this concept and make it into an anime. So just don't go crazy. Just stick the landing. Great animation. Don't make the story too complicated, and just build a fan base from here. Because I, I, I feel like Japanese people are going to be like, yeah, Ruby, Ruby's like in our books one of us now, right? It doesn't feel like it's just a Western comic、mm-hmm. or a Western audience anymore. That、It、they're is, just dubbing. It's now theirs. It's us, yeah, yeah, because they have that anime feel now. So once season one is done, I don't know how like logistically in chronological order how it works and stuff like that, but maybe. You get your stuff in season two because this is like a between season one and season two kind of thing where they just want to anime the the fuck out of it, just try to get the fan base. Why is this very important? I assume down the road anyway. So why not do character development here and now?、Uh, in a I don't want to say a throwaway season, but just kind of just a, a feeling out season. Just kind of get your grounds, and then maybe you know we'll start seeing more of the original storyline in a in a season two. Uh, situation that would be cool, but I, I don't have high hopes for that. Just because the the story that we're seeing now really feels like a studio picked it up and then adapted the story to their style, which isn't bad because it looks great, and I agree that like it 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 tells a story well and it's very easy to follow, except for the the scene where the the friends are like singing. That was a little weird. I didn't understand that that moment. Yeah, could someone explain that to me? If it's just one, like I get anime、wise. where they're just like fucking pretty shit and cool music, but I was like, yeah, I know we're in a dream sequence. They just start singing randomly. I think it was just kind of a reference to that. <laughs>、uh, I mean. It's like a Disney movie at that point, you know, right? Like Disney's based off of fairy tales, and then you just randomly break out in song. I, I don't know. It, it, I I think I'm more baffled the with the idea that this is how Y sees that group, <laughs> like yeah, because this is technically、Sigmund、her dream. Freud, like <laughs> dissection of everything that's going on. It is very troublesome. <laughs> like her interpretation of all these characters. They talked about Blake isn't even recognized by Y in her dreams.、So、that yeah suggests、mm-hmm. that Y doesn't even think of Blake as a friend or a human at that or, point. Oh, a human even. Yeah, yeah, that's probably. She's super racist in her dream against Fana,、yeah. so it's very unfortunate for Weiss's、uh, implying、yeah. things about her character at this point. Like her my、image. only, <laughs> yeah, my only guess that Pyra looks so fantastic was the fact that she wanted to team up with her、yeah. from the get go, and she has respect for her, so she has her like on this very high pedestal for. I don't know what reason. I don't. I don't remember if they ever explained. Teammates like, were with her as backups, groupies because because that's how she sees them as too. I think like I they're、know. just kind of there extra shit. Yeah, that's attached to the beautiful statue that is Pyra. So、uh, I guess so. That's the only explanation I have. I、that、mean, seems it, reasonable. Yeah, it makes sense. But if that's what they wanted, it's just kind of weird that they just stood there. You know, yeah. I was like, I just don't know why they're locked up in the fucking cage. Why are they even standing there? <laughs> I think Shaft could do a little bit better with the transitions between scenes, like uh, uh, easing viewers into this new idea that they want to get to. Because、uh-uh, I remember、yeah. episode four, I went back and watched the you know the full release of episode three. It is still just a smash cut between let's um let's fight at the pier, 
um, Weiss is implied to have her thorns. Uh, uh-huh. And then smash cut immediately. Ruby is in the dream. So clearly time is of the essence at this studio and we don't have time for even like the yeah, most simple transition, transition easing you into the next, or yeah. next arc. Yeah. Get in there. So there's one thing I can like criticize Shaft Take a little bit more time. Yeah, the storyboarding seems more prioritizing the animation and the girls rather than like a well thought out told story. Because mm-hmm. it feels like one of those rides where in s- you're kind of going slow, but then all the attractions that are near you are going by really fast and the dialogue is kind of like gibberish. And you're like, oh, okay, I'll just pretend that I understand what he said. And like flashing colors, you're like, oh shit, this is cool. And then all of a sudden, waterfall, and you're like, ah, yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. Uh, if the small world was, you know, like how you have to go along the ride and listen to the whole song and see all the animatrons. Uh, what if the ride, instead of going at a a quarter mile pace, it went at ten miles per hour, and you were just like kind of uh, blitzing through the ride, and you don't even get to finish the whole song. <laughs> That's kind of how I feel with uh, the anime so far. There's a lot going on, a lot of great ideas, but I wish they'd take their time a little bit more. Uh, okay. With that, let's move on to the next anime on our list. Uh, Ao Aishi, episode 15, or 16, one of the others. Uh, we are already on uh, getting through with Aoi being in a match, finally, after sitting on the bench for so long. Uh, watching uh, everyone else play and he is slowly coming into form he still is making a lot of mistakes but he is seeing what his true form could be mm-hmm. uh, so connecting the I'll dots just, literally yeah i just i'll just open up the floor to everyone here how do you guys like Aoi's uh, progression uh as a, as a soccer player in this episode they're not subtle with the with the uh, the love interest i feel like it is kind of uh, eased into, especially I think the last episode, or was it was it this episode? Yeah, it was this episode where Aoi is walking and he's like, "I need to calm myself, or I need to think. I need to think." And when uh, awful bangs, purple-haired rich girl says mentions the uh, blonde-haired girl, uh, she's like, "Oh, why did you realize you were happy after?" Mentioning th- that girl's name. Fuck, what's her name? Kana? Or Hana? Hana. 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 Yeah, Hana. Yeah, it was... I don't know what I how I feel. I think I like it. Just like the whole... Uh, what, 5% of romance that they're dripping into this sports anime is, <laughs> I think, a good amount of dosage. And it's very easy, like quickly presented and then... Like, okay, okay, like, that's a thing. Now back to the soccer. So mm-hmm. just wanted to point that out that I think I, f- I don't remember when, when it started, but it seems like it's going to keep happening. And I wonder how far they're going to take it. I don't expect it to go super far because of like the low amounts that we're getting and how quickly I always like, okay, back to soccer. It's probably just going to keep being a soccer head and yeah. not realize that he has feelings just associate hana with good soccer yeah probably i think 
I think he's one of those characters that actually does understand like romance or relationships. So I think he can be aware of it, but I think ideally he wants to put soccer first mm-hmm. and foremost. And I think Hana will be okay with that too. I, I'm curious to you, know. You think so? Like he well, has. I'm thinking of that girl back in his school that he was totally fucking oblivious to, oh, even yeah. though she was bawling well, his was, eyes out. Right, but she she looked like a nervous wreck and really didn't like try much to show like how much she liked Aoi. But I think he, because I think I remember, I don't remember like yeah, earlier but, in the season, I, him and Hana were talking, and then he blushed a little bit with what Hana was saying, and then they kind of had like a little bit of like a spark i i don't think he's that dumb uh to not understand that concept but uh yeah that that that's just me though i mean like honestly if they make him dumb i mean that's just every other male protagonist in a sports anime you know like it's it's nowhere too far off the concept but i'd have uh, to see that scene again i don't remember him blushing yeah I, i i it was one of the scenes they were talking with each other and he blushed a little bit it wasn't like something where he's like oh, oh and like had to cover his face and like run away like every other like rom-com or anything like that it was just kind of like she said something to him that like hit him a little bit harder and he appreciated her for that so i think he like understands how important hana is to him uh oh definitely i mean in a relationship that, that much also, is fine not- yeah yeah it, it's i just it, like, i'm a little worried that I, or i'm not worried but i just i don't think he has developed anything it's just like this is a girl that's helped me pull through everything oh no yeah yeah she's, I'm not she's saying, like, like more my support system yeah i'm not saying like he's in love with her or anything like that i'm just saying like he he understands that it's more special than just you know just a you know a boy or a girl right like i think i think he understands like it could be a little bit more something but he's not gonna like a sister i guess it. maybe you know to just that so that's the thing with everything that's the thing when I, like so i was saying like last week hana talked to that other guy right the the main striker dude or whatever he's uh-huh. like the best player in the world kind of thing i'm cu- i'm curious to know what her answer was to his proposition because what her answer is i think will kind of dictate what kind of relationship her and aoi has uh in the future because if oh, she like focuses kind of thing well, it's more like her oh, future, sorry, right? If she, yeah, yeah. If she focuses on being a nutritionist and you know, being a, a sports nutritionist and trying to learn how to take care of players and stuff like that and their health, then I feel like she's going to focus on that, and the relationship between her and Aoi is going to be kind of stagnant from there, right? Because they're both going to focus on their careers. Because at the end of the day, all she really wants to see is success out of aoi right because she compares it to her brother who also had success and she wants to see that same thing uh for him so if that's the case that's that's as far as i i see them as relationship wise but yeah uh, that that seems more like a a side comment you know like oh i thought that's just what you wanted to do i'm not too sure if that's what she wants to do and i guess we'll see no yeah that's why so like they never finished that that talk because they got cut off right she saw Aoi bouncing the ball with the with the shitty bangs girl. <laughs> she kind of I I don't mm. really want to say jealous, but she kind of what well, she like acknowledged that she saw them together by themselves kind of thing. Yeah, and that got the ball rolling for her. But which way and which path I don't know yet, right? Because they didn't. Yeah, show and it, then we so. don't, we don't know how she took it. 
yeah if she got jealous then obviously there will be more maybe of a romance route but if she wants to focus on making Aoi the best soccer player in the world then you know romance is off the table at that point that's uh that's where i was trying to get at i see i see it's gonna be a long downhill before we see some <laughs> progression for Aoi, man like what, he's, he's getting yeah he's getting yeah. his ass beat I mean, I don't think there's any stopping it considering the opening, you know, it's just him getting yeah. his ass beat we in the opening too. <laughs> you can't have a rise without a good fall in the fall. <laughs> like the most depressing falling, opening. <laughs> he's, he's God of War jumping off that cliff. Just <laughs> Mr. But, uh, God of War himself. But at least we're going to get more matches, right? I think we were kind yeah, of under the impression that there wasn't going to be a lot, Ooh, yeah. especially with Aoi on the bench, but seeing as the fact that he's learning in this match and this is not the match yet we haven't fought the mm -hmm. the douchebag guy uh from the from the tryouts and his team yet uh so once that gets into play that's i think when we start finally seeing Aoi on on the up and up on the on the rise right because coach is acknowledging yeah you know his positive and his negatives right it's not just like yelling at him and telling him to do better he's he's giving him constructive criticism which is uh, really good for Aoi because then he can continue to learn uh, from there so yeah and he's growing but not at a ridiculous anime speed rate because we're yeah. going through time skips and at one point like it's not super obvious but if you listen to the dialogue you're like oh okay it, it, it's been a while it's, it's been almost a whole year I since didn't notice because we're always in the same fucking building and the seasons don't change because it hasn't yeah. been that long but yeah well it was like three months i've been i always been running <laughs> yeah through just, every game and it's like oh okay take that as fact lucky. sure that sounds like Aoi. Yeah. yeah he would do that yeah he's a yakuza rival uh kaneda the, the one that was super pissed off when they met like in downtown the redhead it was like at the start of the episode where they were fucking yelling getting yelled at and he oh, called the one Aoi that got and everyone else. From the yeah, yeah. That dude went through a fucking anime glow up. Oh, that dude was oh, fucking yeah. buff as shit. That time right? skip yeah. very much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's that's why when 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 like fucking Ness Eyes kid was just like, yeah, we've been training all year uh, to get better <laughs> and stronger. <laughs> we. Like, oh, damn. <laughs> when like, when I say we, I mean mostly this guy, and he's pulling my weights as well. <laughs> Like, and taking my dose, my uh, my steroids, yeah, steroids. My steroids. <laughs> so, but I guess you know, not showing how seasons change. I guess this is their way of showing that time has passed, right? Like players from past episodes that we haven't seen in a while, they changed, uh, either for the better or the worse. But they are improving, uh, just as fast as always trying to improve. So, uh, it's a good parameter to to see and. I think this is like always like I wouldn't say like first rival per se, but it's finally it finally feels like a sports anime now. Where we're finally starting to see other players from other teams and finally starting to get some rivalries outside of the team itself. Uh yeah. it's a little late into the season, I'm gonna say. Mm -hmm. But it's okay. Cause I think Aoi's a different beast altogether with their sports anime. This is more of like slice of life sports than yeah, yeah. shonen sports. But it, it's got uh, like a really good like what balance? Yeah. Like a 60/40? Yeah, I think it's Like what's the fucking ground beef perfect ratio 80/30? 
That's what I feel 80, like. 30. Are we... <laughs> Dude, I know. 80, 20, sorry. <laughs> I can't do math. Holy you shit. Know what I'm talking about, though. There's, there's like the 100%. perfect... <laughs> <laughs> no fat. Take it or no leave fat. it. Because <laughs> there's that volleyball... Vo- the other volleyball anime I felt like was... And the water polo one. Um, those were animes that were super <laughs> like high percentage of, of 90... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. That's the... Yeah. yeah Ninety ten. Yeah. For sure. Uh, to me, I, I, want, I always I want like that fat that sports. <laughs> 60, 70 percent slice of life and thirty, forty like percent sports. Oh my god. Ninety-eight two motherfucker. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Oh god. Just like my milk. Two <laughs> percent I like my beef like I, I like my milk. <laughs> Two <laughs> percent, baby. 2%. Re- reduce fat. Uh, well, it's a lot better than joke. the stupid thing I was about oh to say. Oh my god! You could see the, the you could see the cow's abs. Then. Yeah. <laughs> I sh- I shed it all my water. <laughs> yeah, he just <clears throat> before he, oh he gets cut up. It's like just instead of flexing. putting the name or like the. Like how they do with Wagyu, right? The the heritage of the cow that the beef comes off of. It's just like a firefighter calendar picture of the cow that you got. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, yeah, just, just all posing. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> okay, on that note, anything else for Al Aishi or can I Ooh. move on? Move indeed. All right, I'd say that's a yes, we can move on. Uh Finally, for the media roundup, uh, last on the list, Summertime Render, uh, episode 16. Uh, Shinpei kind of, kind of going through everything right now and getting, getting some good, good W's in the process. We were to, uh, take over Shadow Mew and add her onto the team. And then, uh, we were able to confront the dad and pretty much get the gist of what his backstory is and understanding how he fucked up mm. as well. Uh, so I'll just open up the floor to everyone here. How do you guys like uh, the story so far uh, these past two weeks? Like having two shadows on your side is so kind of broken. <laughs> like, I mean, Ushio is already so well, actually, strong. Three shadows, right? Because Renusuke is inside uh, uh, oh, his sisters. I, I mean, yeah, I mean, Renus. Yeah, she can still so get her strong. head blown off though. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean like the fact she that she can move, like she can move. Obliterated. But yeah, that's true. You know. Dude, the bait like, and switch. Oh my god. That was oh, a really good bait so and switch. Good. That was that was that was a really oh. cool moment. The dad is such a fucker. And I, I was like, yeah. he beat too, and he did not No hesitation. Me. Oh yeah. It took like a split second to have all of the negative confirmations about the dad and then you're like, oh, but the sister had to die. <gasps> they, yeah. they, they, they switched to the shadow. Yeah, that was fucking... <laughs> fuck. <laughs> the episode was great. It kept... I think especially because we went through... I think an episode full of resets that um, Shinpei had to go through. This episode was just, like you said, Peter, a whole bunch of wins. Just up, 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 up. And finally, yeah. the way that they ended it, really wholesome. But it just makes me kind of dread, I guess, back of lack of a better word, to what's going to come next. Because now we know the who, or 
I didn't know this was possible. The four-armed mega shadow man used to be a person or like was a is a copy of a person so, something like that yeah the like first he's... child of Heine like what does this all mean yeah this all is that why he looks so freaky because the guy was a a shaman or something and he had this freaky mask something yeah whatever origin story we get in the next couple of weeks that's going to lead up to the final confrontation cuz i think I think now we've hit almost everyone that we wanted to like on the island wise. Mm-mm. And now it's just finally building the pieces to fully understand Heine and Four Arms dude and then confronting them as well and trying to beat them at their own game kind of thing cuz right now they know everything, right? Whatever we're doing, so they already know that we yeah. talked to Daddyo and you know solved his issue and everything like that. So uh whatever trick that Shinpei has up his sleeve to try to trying to gain the advantage you know we'll we'll see that in the next couple of weeks so i'm just i'm just hoping we're not going to get like because i remember this when you guys were talking about demon slayer where the the brother and sister at the end they were trying to give him like a really sad backstory but it was like kind of like too little too late kind of thing and mm-hmm. it's kind of like why we were trying oh, to connect man, them. all those thousands that we slaughtered but oh yeah. i love you sister <laughs> <laughs> I did it for her. <laughs> <laughs> I slaughtered I, millions because I love oh my, my sister. Uh, yeah. <laughs> maybe was pretty. we're the bad guys. <laughs> we are. We are. So, uh, But I wonder God. if they're going to do the same thing with Heine and, and four, Forearms dudes. I'm hoping they build it starting like this coming week and yeah. then you yeah, know, yeah. continue to build it and not just going to be like an aftermath kind of thing. Because I don't want to say like Daddio was kind of like a uh like an example of that but the little like try to turn around to be positive and sad moment with the the shadow mom kind of thing i don't know i at didn't least, feel it I didn't at least i had that different. background story though so yeah we, got, we, we have like a precursor we have to something a, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. that's already yeah so. i feel the same about the mom i'm just like yeah the mom's just calling him out on his shit as far as i'm <laughs> yeah so yeah. i was like this guy's still a douchebag he's he shot yeah. his daughter no hesitation i don't think supposed to redeem him i think it was just to like confirm that nobody yeah. believes in what he was trying to do. Yeah. yeah. And really so. like wrapping it up too. Now we're closed with uh the 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 family I forget the last name. Hishigata. Hishigata family. We yeah. are done. Uh, like yeah. At some they're, point they're when we recruited done. the sister, it was like, okay, we need to finish this. So it was definitely mm-hmm. in that RPG where you finish a side character and you're like, okay, now you can 100% disregard all familial obligations and work for me now. Yeah, Which, now they yeah. can use their <laughs> ultimate moves. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which We're is done. controlled Max the big babies. Fuck your dad. Yeah. He's an asshole. Let's go. <laughs> I can't wait until they run into uh, their own dad, Mio's dad, Alan. Because I bet we oh, haven't seen him at all. No. And I am hard pressed yeah. to believe they're not going to use him uh, yeah. somewhere down the road. Because that is an easy tug at your heartstrings. Your own daddy is either a shadow or he is also under well, some impression uh, uh, that Haine is going to solve some kind of problems for him. Maybe no, he wants to revive Shinpei's de- parents or whatever. Too good. Don't touch him. Just leave him yeah. alone. No, that's why. <sighs> Because he's good, you touch him. Wait, that didn't that didn't come out right. That's not 
That's not what I meant. Like, so there's that scene where uh, the dad, Alan, his shadow is hiding in the bathroom to kill someone and Hizuru or Ryunosuke kills him. So I'm pretty yeah. sure that happened fairly early on. Fairly so that early. This point, so he's immune. Alan's immune. Will they... I, I can't... If they do bring human Alan and he's like, yeah, I did it because Heine manipulated me, I'd be like, could be. Uh, why? You're why? just trying to make me feel bad. The only why? thing I can think of Alan being involved in this, in the climactic um, finale would be maybe he's a hostage. I don't think there's anything yeah. more to Alan than he's a good guy. Hostage would be it. Not, I don't think you can corrupt I'd rather have policeman be hostage because it'll be funny when he's a hostage. Oh, the policeman? <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. I mean, like, no, Nezu's gonna take the shot, man. Like he's <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right I'm gonna shoot through your cool. head to get to his shadow behind you. I'm not even in front of him though. <laughs> I'm holding him back. I'm holding the like, shadow. Oh, okay, I gotta go uh, east for thirty miles so I can get the right shot. Yeah, he's like, wait, wait, wait. Ashton Pay, Ashton Pay was okay, and Shimmy's like, take the shot, take the fucking shot, do it. <laughs> he's a shadow. Ushio's haircut is. Oh man, Liddy. Wow. Like we talk about um, character development, haircuts. Um, <laughs> well, she that did was a good it out one. Of life. <laughs> yeah, it was out of uh, necessity versus yeah. um, a level up. Yeah, but it was pretty just cool though. More power. Yeah, the the fact that she's not just trusting in her powers and she's actually like thinking ahead as well and how to use her powers. Maybe Ushi was not as dumb as you know. We originally make her out to be, right? She's not like this really strong, uh, dumb character, but she's actually she can plan ahead and actually get a get ahead of these uh these shadows. So it was, uh, it was very she's nice. She's got that shonen protagonist dumb powerful energy. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Uh with that, uh that is the end of the media roundup. Uh if there's anything you guys want us to watch or read. Uh, you can always uh, send us those names or links in our DMs or our email. Uh, I can check it out and then uh, I can sh- maybe show it to everyone else and we can have it in a future episode. But let's take a break from all the anime talk and play a little game that we like to play here on the Wii Power Hour called Take 5. Uh, here's how the game works. Every week we have a topic uh, to to rank through. We have five items uh, that pertain to that topic and then we take five minutes or 50 minutes sometimes uh, to rank uh, the items one through five. And then you guys at home can rank them yourselves and then let us know how you guys will rank uh, this week's topic. So uh, for this week, we are going best fast food chains part one. Cause of course we live in America and there's a shit ton of food so chains. Many. So, uh, but I think I took some of the popular ones and the ones that are, are more infamous uh, for all the right and wrong reasons. So here are your five for this week. McDonald's, Burger King, KFC, Jack in a Box, and then Taco Bell to round out the five. So I shall put five minutes on the clock and let us rank these fast food chains. So uh, these are like the only five fast food commercials that I can remember that were constantly playing in the 90s. Is that just me? Like, I think it was just these it's still five. To this day, <laughs> it's constantly. I think I think these it's five. some Chick Fil A now. 
Yeah, yeah. Chick Fil A wasn't a thing back then. Like these are old. I see a lot of Popeyes. That's Popeyes. Mm. That's yeah, Popeyes. I was trying to include one, one of the chickens. Even in Hilo, where there is no Popeyes. Ooh, you, you got commercials for something that wasn't in your state. Sucker, oh, yeah. Or like, yeah. I mean, watch some other channels. They just um, forget that Hawaii doesn't care about these because, well, I don't know. Maybe they're kind of prepping us like, hey, if you come to the mainland, go to Popeyes, man. Maybe, yeah. Or, or just I guess pay, that's more what for, pay more on your for. taxes and then we can open up a Popeyes here. So give us more of your money. No, we'll pay more taxes. They still won't do it. <laughs> that's true. We'll pretend to fix a highway. <laughs> that's that's the idea. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> that's Hawaii style. But uh, um, yeah, I you're definitely chicken. right. These are the most popular ones. Kind uh, of like McDonald's first, KFC second, right now. KFC, you do like KFC. Off, huh? Burger King did fall off. It, it's so fucking expensive, and they haven't gotten any better. Yeah, I think they're. <laughs> I like how you recently found that out too. Okay. Well, how- I, I knew it was always a thing back home in Hawaii. You're paying like 18 bucks for a Big Mac meal, but now it's come up to the states, and it's just like they haven't changed. It's still like f- fake char grilled bullshit, and they're yeah. fucking their fries suck ass. They're like they don't these even have thick like fucking- a good apple pie. Yeah, I like Burger King fries. Burger King fries would taste really good if you take them home and like cover them with garlic butter sauce. I feel like those fries would be good because they're so thick. They're thick. Yeah, they're like steak, yeah. steak cut fries. The mm-hmm. thing about Burger King, um, anything fried, is that they all taste the same because I'm pretty sure <laughs> they just use the oil for the same everything. Oil. Yeah. But that's every fast food. KFC does that. No, nah, McDonald's tastes like the fries McDonald's taste like cocaine actually, and then yeah. the chicken nuggets taste yeah. like meth. So yeah. I love it. <laughs> they, they have like weird different stations. I remember watching like a video of like an employee, like day in a life at McDonald's and they have like mm. these different little like slots that they cook different parts of the meat in. So, and then fries are they know. by their own. So I just know that if you get KFC and your chicken's like super fucking dark, it means they haven't changed the oil to fry the chicken. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, which means it tastes better. <laughs> you want the dark shit. The umami. No, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. The, what's the it called? Compilation of fucking four weeks of whatever they're throwing in the oil. The seasoning. <laughs> uh, the only thing about KFC is it is so expensive. Like, you have to it be is. a fucking one percenter to afford KFC. Yeah. One percenter? <laughs> or you can split it amongst like six people and get their family. Don't split. It, I got family of three. We're not buying the hundred. Like God, it's like a hundred dollar for like the sixteen piece. I swear to God. Oh, it's not that expensive. That's here. a lot. I was like, like you, you can get that's like a lot. Like no, forty like bucks like gets you like forty a meal, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, it's like almost forty like or fifty meal. for like a twenty yeah. or something like that. I remember. I mean, even that, I wouldn't want that. I remember my dad. He always give me like fucking forty bucks, and I had to buy like the biggest thing. Apparently. Shit. I mean, you have all the chickens roaming around too. You'd think it'd be easy. Maybe Taco Bell oh. above KFC. No, then. these are like <laughs> yummy purebred, uh, scientifically <laughs> inbred chickens that they're using in KFC. Let me tell you, not just some road chicken. Because, like with with this list, I just my big number one thing is consistency. At McDonald's, it's super hard to fuck up their consistency. But I go to like Jack in the Box, for example, and. Up or down. 
it's pretty up or down i don't want their sandwiches i don't want like <laughs> i agree but their fries is it that's it and jack to me yeah curly fries yeah curly fries are good shakes are pretty decent as well yeah the shakes are good taco yeah, bell you know i can either really dry you get like a really taco juicy. that's what it is yeah yeah i got the pineapple shake from jack in a box when they were doing that uh, promo deal yeah they had they were doing like a pineapple express uh oh. promo for their shakes that was fantastic probably one of my favorite shakes Jack really box knows their audience yeah, yeah, exactly. It was like 1 a.m. when I went to go get it. So <laughs> You want the full Pineapple Express experience. Yeah, right? I want the full experience. Yeah, give it to me yeah, later. Yeah, I like Jack in the Box for that. They have the late night meals basically for all the DGENs or night uh, graveyard shift people and then stoners where you can yeah. get f- fries in the works, chili cheese fries. But then yeah. everything's soggy. And yep. like the idea of it is really cool, but once I start eating their execution, like the, the burgers <laughs> with the hash brown and the chicken and the cheese, I'm like, oh fuck yeah, that's what I want. Then I eat, I'm like, oh god, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have. I know you hate their the uh, their tacos. They're two for one yeah, tacos because they're, soggy they're so fuck. soggy. That's how I like their them. tacos. <laughs> is my only go to so like thing. Tacos. Honestly, working like almost graveyard shifts at target and the only thing that's open is a jack-in-the-box is like a lifesaver mm. for me because i was just like man i've been hauling ass for like this past like four hours five hours i need like meat i need something like big and want to destroy my heart kind of meal <laughs> you'll definitely get that in jack i'll tell you that yeah that's much. why because because yeah. after i eat it i'm so sluggish afterwards and then they're gonna yep. like it's like did you finish everything i'm like no it was a lot of work and i'm really tired and they think I'm tired because I work too hard, but I'm tired because <laughs> the jack in the box is slowly clogging up my arteries. <laughs> okay, so how does the list look? Anything you want to change? Any arguments that you don't like? Uh, Taco Bell at second. Hey, what do you get the most often? It's usually McDonald's and Taco Bell. Taco Bell. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. I only get Taco Bell because yeah. you want Taco Bell. <laughs> <laughs> you know, consistency, man. Have you ever had a bad crunchy taco from Taco Bell? Have you ever had a bad Crunchwrap Supreme? I mean, sure, you feel bad and you're on the shitter nonstop. But that's fast food, baby. That's the lifestyle I guess you it chose. Is fast food. <laughs> it's kind of like mafia kind of pep talk. Is this? <laughs> hey, just killing dudes left and right. That's just how the life out is. Gun and puts it to your head like i said taco <laughs> bell motherfucker let's go bada bing bada boom am i right boys the little chihuahua that probably ain't there anymore because it's dead oh, but he's super dead yeah. he's been dead for like a decade dead. now that dude was fucking badass he was I, mean, I had a little doll that would say the line so cute <laughs> oh my god little chihuahua. <laughs> Yo quiero taco bell. i think he died I mean, early into his career probably i don't think I mean, he was a- there very often Chihuahuas live like what maximum, and so absolute maximum years? twenty years. No, guys, Chihuahuas yeah. live because they're Look so at those small. Things they're so fragile. Oh, I was talking about because you know, yeah, people would just punt them because they don't see them. That's just yeah. you, dude. Not if they're yeah. kept in the purse of their rich Paris human Hilton mama. Bag. That's true. Yeah, the Beverly Hill Chihuahuas protected from <laughs> every danger. They probably live on average eight years. So, like, the typical lifespan of a big dog. They're so small. 
I mean, if you f- not factor in like cancer and other shit, but uh-huh. they live really long. Fuck, man. You know, maybe KFC does go second. <laughs> I'm, I'm willing to swap those two, but I think Jack and Burger King deserve to stay down there. Right? It is, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what do you guys like better, Popeyes or KFC? Not for Lance, though, because he doesn't know what Popeyes is. <sighs> Probably Popeyes, because I've had KFC like chicken sandwiches and tenders, and those fuckers are way too oily for me. <laughs> like they are oil bombs to like 11 i don't know if i've ever had a not oily chicken strip from just KFC. take a shot of oil instead they they put a fucking shot in there <laughs> <laughs> have you have the sandwiches at kfc got smaller i've um, heard about that i've heard of i i've heard people talk about the kfc sandwiches becoming smaller. i feel like they're smaller and i'm just like what happened it used to be we're one of just my getting favorite. bigger yeah, Fuck, your hands maybe. are just getting bigger. <laughs> yeah, you just, you just see like my fat obese hands just like covering oh, the whole sandwich. <laughs> Why is this sandwich so small? Yeah. <laughs> I could put the whole thing in my mouth and just like... Oh, you know what Jack has going for them? Their chicken sandwiches aren't bad, actually. That's, yeah, that's the only thing I'm willing to down so. from them. Yeah. It's the chicken sandwiches. But, but they, but even they then, are like, they're a little crazy big. So, sometimes it's, it's still dry. Yeah, like like you said with consistency, like I don't always get a juicy chicken Definitely. sandwich. Mm. Sometimes I'm like halfway through the chicken, I'm just like, oh my god, it's like I've been chewing this it's hard. Good thing you have a like 64 ounce soda to <laughs> down it with. Yep. Dude, those cups are so fucking stupid huge. Yeah. They are. Good like if you're America, gonna man. at least make like the the bottom part like cup hold size, and then the rest of it is just like really like a like a big Doritos chip type. Uh, soda cup but they make like the whole like cylinder big so then like i don't have anywhere to fit in a cup holder it's ridiculous i actually thinking about it the consistency thing again i think kfc would be under taco bell just because taco bell is like it's always a fucking same whether it's delicious or i hate having to shit on the toilet every time we eat it yeah the diarrhea is consistent too yeah, yeah it really is at least i know what i'm getting taco bell really nails it. <laughs> sometimes kfc chicken is kind of dry or um you know it comes with the nature of getting like the pack of chicken where sometimes you're going to get a smaller wing than the other like this yep. one time i just got like it wasn't even I chicken just it was just skin and bone <laughs> like fuck <laughs> there goes my money shit and like a huge fucking breast and once i start eating it it's dry as fuck so i'm like breasts are always dry like kfc i hate their breasts yeah. well i don't hate it but i'm not like ooh, the breast i'm so happy my favorite <laughs> ooh, part i can't wait to dig in and rip the skin <laughs> off and then yeah. Go Cartman on it. <laughs> Save the skin for later. Eat the chicken. Oh my God. Get the chicken skin and mix it with the mashed potatoes and gravy. <laughs> that actually sounds pretty good though, actually. <laughs> right? Oh boy. I think I like Popeyes better, thinking about it. Than KFC. We gotta, we gotta take you to Popeyes next time you're here, Lance. Keep, I mean, you don't have forgetting. to. I'd rather just eat, you know, good food. Oregon. <laughs> no, 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 no. Like no. what? <laughs> no, no. Popeyes. Popeyes. We're doing Popeyes. Uh, okay. Hey, are we good with this list? I reverted back I'm to Taco good. Bell and KFC. Oh, 
one more i know it's already first place but one more thing that's great about mcdonald's they have a great phone app they have like really good deals and oh, yeah, yeah here, like points up. and just get free stuff yeah i have a ton of points now <laughs> yeah like mcdonald's <laughs> and then i can just redeem for like a big mac or or meal or fries and stuff like that i usually like the i think it's like buy a 10 piece chicken nuggets and then get two free fries yeah you just get like for free, free any size yeah. yeah wow so you can just get two large fries and then just buy the the 10 piece or 20 piece yeah and buy a drink holy shit just don't buy the meal just buy the nuggies and get free stuff yeah exactly <laughs> I had, yeah they always uh, had different okay. deals i mean i kind of so. i got in the mood for jack and box because we were talking about it. i'm looking at their phone app they don't have jack shit on there <laughs> they, they have yeah, whatever deals <laughs> like, I, oh, I usually like doing the for free like <laughs> okay yeah that, that's it it's like only that <laughs> yeah i i like the doing it the the app because like it's harder for them to fuck up the order i mean they can still fuck it up yes but like the communication from through the drive-through and trying to tell them what you want is always like a hassle but yeah. if you already like clarify what you want on the app then kind of hard for them to fuck it up unless they don't know how to read but like mm-hmm. usually i don't want pickles in my big mac and every time i tell them the drive through they always put pickles but then when i put it on the app no pickles it's like it's like a like night and day with them oh yeah i love the app i think the whole drive through process has gotten way faster since uh, everyone uses the app since the pandemic mm. started i feel bad for yeah. the workers inside because that means they have to work like triple as fast yeah but as a customer yeah. i like it. <laughs> <laughs> one last thing i want to say that i think out of all of the, when, when comparing all of these fast foods, I think McDonald's has the most appealable menu as a whole. Because every time I look at the menus of the other fast food places, I usually ignore like at least a quarter of the section where I'm like, <laughs> yeah, that sucks. Oh, you I'm like not going to get that. some Jack in the Box? I do. Uh, I do. I do. You don't <laughs> like fish fillet with warm milk at McDonald's? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can get the apple dippers along with warm milk. <laughs> Yum. <laughs> All right, can I end this now? <laughs> I'm, I'm sick. I think I might get diarrhea from this. <laughs> That's unrelated to this, though. So. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't eaten any fast food today. My name is uh, Peter, and I yeah, like to rap. No! <laughs> Fuck! Okay, we're ending this. Uh, here you go, guys. Our rankings for best fat food... Fast... Fat... <laughs> best fast food uh, chain. Freudian slip there. <laughs> 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 all right let's just keep it all in uh best fast food chains keep part one on. here are the rankings burger king at number five jack in the box at number four kfc at number three taco bell at number two and then number one of course the king of all fast food chains mcdonald's uh, yeah <laughs> season desist uh, oh that'd be great Get fucking free meals from McDonald's. That'd be. I fantastic. would sell out for McDonald's. <laughs> yeah, um, they, don't quote me on that. They uh, send us like fries, and it takes like a week to get to us. <laughs> 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 Make sure you try these fries and then talk about your sponsor ad. Yeah. <laughs> well, at least McDonald's food isn't old. <laughs> yeah, they can last oh, for quite true. a while. So you just gotta re- like it. A, it literally lasts forever. They found it's a cheeseburger bad, but it that was like bad. five years old or something, right? And it was yeah. They had the like the glass dome over it, and then it didn't mold until like yeah, like months molded. after. It just turned hard. That's crazy. <laughs> yep. Um, but yeah, let us know down below if you agree with our rankings. How would you rank these fast food chains? And then you can also let us know uh, what fast food chains you guys want us to rank for the next part. 
Uh, and then in the future, we'll take those into consideration and then uh, we'll rank those uh, as food chains as well. So, uh, but with that, that is the end of take five. Uh, and let's head into the last segment uh, for this week. Of course, it is the anime ranking board for the summer 2022 season. Uh, before the season started, we watch all the trailers for all the animes. We handpicked the best six because this season we're doing things a little differently. Uh, each host here on the We Power Hour was able to choose one anime uh, that they wanted to include into the top 10 uh, to pretty much build like a little tournament of champions for this summer season. So we're going to see which show gets We Power Hour supremacy, one of the summer shows for this season or one of our own personal picks. Uh, and we'll see how that works out. Uh, so, of course, like always, we'll do the bottom half of the board first. I'll read all the grades for the bottom five shows. Uh, I'll put 20 minutes on the clock, and then we can discuss anything on the bottom five. So, let's get started for week four of the summer season. Uh, coming in at 10th place uh, with 34 points, The Devil is a Part-Timer Season 2 uh, with the grades B- from Avery, C from Lance, C- from myself, and then A- from Plinchy. Uh, ninth place goes to Call of the Night with 38 points. Grades, B pluses from myself and Plinchy. B minus from Lance and then C from Avery. Uh, Engage Kiss with a solid 40 points comes in at eighth place with the grades. B pluses from uh, Lance and Plinchy. B from myself and then C plus from Avery. Uh, Parallel War Pharmacy jumping up all the way to seventh place with 44 points. The grades, B pluses from Avery and Lance. C plus from myself and then A plus. Wow, A plus from Plinchy. Holy shit. Uh, and then finally, rounding out the What's bottom half on? of the board uh, <laughs> for this bottom half, 48 points goes to Tommy Galaxy uh, with the grades A minuses from Plinchy and Lance, B plus from myself, and then A from Avery. Uh, so 20 minutes are on the clock. Go ahead and discuss anything on this bottom half of the board. So, biggest upset for me this season devil's a part-timer <laughs> yeah that hurts that personally hurts me how um how the a change a simple change of studio can really make all the difference and also 10 years but um yeah, yeah pretty unfortunate to see one of my favorite uh isekai animes just drop for a simple thing like studio difference i think is it one-to-one to the manga so far? Out of curiosity? Uh, I, I can't confirm it, but I know that, I mean, this is part of the storyline. This is nothing new. The baby is the next arc afterwards. But I think it, it wasn't like like a continuation in the manga. I think it's like its own like sequel. So like the Devil's a Part-Timer manga ended and then they started a sequel version that included the baby. I think that's how it went down. Uh, so I don't know. There was like a time difference between the two, but I mean, the baby oh. concept has been there for many, many years. So, what? So, but you're not too sure about like the execution? No, I, 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 don't, I don't know. Okay, yeah, it, the pacing is the same or anything like that. All up to the studio, of course. It's also, you know, the the material itself too is the, yeah. the, the skeleton. I just remembered how much we were laughing watching this episode. <laughs> I laughed yeah. for uh, the wrong reasons, <laughs> unfortunately. I think it really skewed my memory because I didn't really think about what happened aside from uh, fake mommy and fake daddy going on a date, Emilia being really ignorant, 
and like that being shown and then oh yeah she's always been dumb <laughs> diarrhea man having like actually producing this weird love interest that we were alluding to in um the beginning and it's actually happening and i'm like yeah when that said funny. this is this, his favorite moment of the of the episode when they were like interacting with each other then i know we're like down in the shitter if that's like the best <laughs> the thing that can get produced b, no not even b like a c not even b, plot like c. is like yeah. my favorite part of the episode yeah that's uh, not good i remember like i think it was plenty you were like getting i wouldn't say mad but you were like questioning why does the baby just say random demon names for like no reason uh, oh yeah and then they explained it and it wasn't really like that great of a important. plot yeah yeah i think the but way it was that important yeah like rolled into it and then the mother 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 yeah angel mommy angel mommy. whatever showing up and then disappearing like she's not an angel like i know they do that a lot where they take these high beings and they're like we're in japan we're in the real world so everyone's gonna act like a human because it's funny like they're, but they're getting so into like this demon or this fantasy lore without putting any weight behind it and most of it is just mao and emilia just arguing yeah. Which like has always been the show, but there hasn't been like the switch to serious, uh, especially when like the side <clears throat> couple is being cuter and we're at an amusement yeah. park. It's weird. Uh, uh, honestly, this is what I was afraid of because I, I always felt for the first season they wanted to drop way more characters than what they dropped originally. It was a lot uh, of characters that they dropped, right? Like the uh, the the shorter girl that wears a kimono. Yeah, yeah. Like she was kind of late, and then they added the KFC guy, and then they just uh, they just want. Yeah. I felt like they wanted to keep adding more characters every couple episodes, but they just ran out of time. And now season two is just like a dump of just a brand, like just a brand new cast almost at this point, and kind of didn't want that. I already felt like we were kind of big enough as it is uh, with the the late yeah. additions at the end of this first season. So you know, it's uh, the smorgasbord now. I think a, a slice of life comedy show like this, um, although I think the genre is shifting, um, but season one was very much a comedy slice of life. And mm -hmm. those kind of shows benefit yeah. from having um, focusing on quality over quantity in their characters, having a core group of characters that we know very well that bounce off each other in fun dynamics, encountering yeah. uh, new scenarios. When they start introducing more characters and very quickly introducing more characters, more lore dumping, uh, it starts to take away from what originally made the cast special, I feel yeah, like. For sure. So, and it's tough too, because when you add these new characters, their dynamics, it could just shift everybody mm -hmm. into a different role. And then you might not like the role that they're in now, but I, it is the only way it makes sense uh, if they include that character. And then, uh, yeah, I, I thought after the kfc guy it was like okay i'm good this is it this is yeah. this is how the course should good even susan o is to me already kind of like too much she's uh, still like do we a, really a outsider her yeah like a super outsider yeah. and now the newest uh, character that we meet is a mainstay and we just have to deal with it because i don't know if a lot of people i mean i'm sure people who are really into the second season have attachments to the baby like yeah the, the, I've but, already seen comparisons to like which I mean, one is cuter, her or Anya. 
the adoptive oh, daughter God. trope is hot <laughs> on the market right now. Yeah. Like there has it season two would be really cool and better for the Wee Power Hour if the plot wasn't based around the slice of life of taking care of a baby. I think it would be more fun to see them do other slice of life things. Like Yeah. I mean, at least what like Lance said before with Anya, where children uh characters kind of bring down a lot of the plot because you know i had to take care of them and anya was able to carry a lot of her own mm-hmm. weight if not almost you know the entire season by herself you know there was a lot of episodes eccentric around her the baby in Malsama, all this ramis ridiculous dunkus whatever all her full name is full name only She's, yeah. she's too stupid. <laughs> she's yeah. She's she's too much of a baby. But she's also like ten days old. She, yeah, she's like, so like, yeah, she's like literally. A but also, she's kind of smart. She can she memorize these big words, and I guess she knows she knows demon too, names so. and she remembers their she's memories. Like, what if it's gonna dumb? turn in? What if it's gonna turn into one of those like I talked with my plant a lot kind of thing? And, no, that's what that's, that's what I'm she, thinking too. Right? Because Probably. Mal was just like I planted this seed and then it became a baby. So like technically. Like he is the dad. It just it, per it se. heard everything, and it's like yeah, it's just repeating, regurgitating whatever he said. That's like that's. I was getting that same feeling too. It's ridiculous, but you know, like I can't blame the baby character. It's just like there's yeah, you're focusing so much children. on it. You can blame Ice Age baby though. He was a fucking prick. Oh no, he was horrible. He he ruined the whole movie. Ray Romano deserves better. <laughs> oh, Everybody loves Raymond. I just love the phrase. I I planted a seed and then it turned into a baby. That's like the only description you need. I mean, for that's just anime. The Devil's a part timer season two. Yeah. Like, what is? Like I'm okay about? with the plot line, but yeah, they got they got to they got to tweak not. it a lot better because it's as stupid as it could be. I mean, that's just how. Every fucking Mao trying to take over the world by being like a, a manager at McDonald's. That's like season one right there. And that's already ridiculous yeah. alone, you know? So, yeah, we're not even focused on the part timing anymore. It's like we're, yeah, because we're, 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 we're not a part timer. We're a full timer. We're full time now. It's over. I know. Part-time. That title is archaic. <laughs> we're full time employees. <laughs> oh, no. That's probably what happened the moment you got promotion. The, sh- yeah, the show went down, down the, the show should have ended when you got promotion <laughs> to full-timer. Yeah. Oh, should have colored within the lines. Come on. <laughs> and yet we still got 10 more volumes Stay to go your through, so what? Yeah, I saw a lot. So Fuck. We'll see how that one goes. But to, to segue to another one, I'm very curious, Plenty. Parallel World Pharmacy, uh, A+. I'm kind of curious yeah. the high grade, what you saw in it that you liked so much. At some point during the episode, I felt like, wow, this is going by really fast. And the way that they were putting segue, not segues, they were planting seeds with other characters and interactions of what's going to happen next. And it happens very quickly. Like the the boy with the short hair or like long Mm -hmm. short hair is like, what do you want as a reward? Just as an aside, not like it's going to happen or anything, but it's super obvious that the queen's getting better. And then when he goes through the whole ceremony... Uh, you know, you're allowed permission to open up a pharmacy. I thought like, oh, wow, this was very flat, very um, not too deep. It just deep. went point A to point B. Uh, yeah. No, but like hills it, or anything. I, yeah, I, I thought of that. It crossed my mind. But then I had to take a step back and was like, you know what? 
episode one till now has been that way. And it was at the end of the episode that I felt like, okay, that was worth it. Feels like we're here now. We're at the starting line. Yeah, you guys are now definitely we can see just the inside going of the prologue. pharmacy. Yeah, and like watch shit work. We have all of the context. Like another issue, issue that I had at the very beginning of the episode that made me think of like, oh, this is very face value, whatever. Uh, almost um, like children's book. Hmm. Like you set the set the seed or whatever in page two and then page five like it's very formulated where the father mm -hmm. is like and people are going to be after you they're not going to like that um you're going to be attacked or whatever uh targeted um yeah. everything up until the last scene was in that way but in the end i was like you know it's not yeah. a boji or osama ranking where children very palatable but also really thoughtful this was this is what we need to get out and we're going to do it nicely. Like, yeah. I, don't, I didn't feel like there were any corners cut in terms oh, of sure. like reducing an anime animation or anything. I want to change my grade. <laughs> yeah, it's just very, it's just very straight to the point. That's the, uh, yeah. that's, that's what I got of it when I was reading the manga. I think it's the original light novel, but I'm assuming pacing mm. might be similar to where this is our prologue. You know, this is just kind of getting your feet wet so you can understand Who's going to be mm -hmm. part of the, you know, the team, the pharmacy team? You're going to see a big booby glasses girl and like the little uh, servant, pink hair girl and stuff right. like that. They're going to be workers. And <clears throat> we got our accountant as well, Bad Knees Magoo and everything mm -hmm. like that. So you kind of get the <laughs> gist of what the team is going to be. Don't laugh. <laughs> um, so now we're like at the starting line to where we finally start seeing like what actual problems are going to be kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So uh the pacing I, is almost one-to-one -to, -one to the manga because i think in the first volume he was already getting his his pharmacy because his journey to get it wasn't wasn't the goal right is how he maintains it to be the best for any amount of money that you have right whether it be the commoners or for the for the rich the richy rich pants people the scene where he's talking to the empress and he leaves the room and he has that weird she's bad like I'm better than you, I'm God kind of speech because of the lights and she's like, oh, it's so bright. Yeah. Uh, he's lecturing how you've, you've technically died once, like me, so you, mm -hmm. you can live a better life, like me. Uh, pretty on the nose, but I appreciated it. Like they've been touching on the fact that he knows who he is, obviously, but then everyone else is like, oh, you've been graced by the God. You've been graced yeah. by God. Um, your knowledge is from God. So I, I enjoy thinking about like, oh, this is like he has to accept it and not have like this internal anime monologue about it. But just like through his face, he's like, yeah, you, sure. you can say that. Yeah. But uh, I know God. that is definitely a nice touch that he isn't like monologuing everything that's happening in his brain. You can yeah. just get it from his simple facial expression. He's like, yeah, because you know, yeah, he's yeah. he fucking died literally from studying too hard or working too hard. So, yes, in the sense where all these primal medieval people think that he's been graced by God because of his knowledge, and so he can have like brief moments where he's like, I guess I am not God, but you know, he can preach to people because he's lived a separate life. Yeah. I wanted to um actually with that said what was it oh i'm gonna start with the stupid one first i enjoyed the doug dimodome fucking dialogue 
the, oh, the dude who oh. comes over to the farmer scene is like mm, yes oh yeah i like <laughs> that too yeah fucking doug dimadome ass and then he's like i, I want my my medicine to, to be cheap and then the dude's like oh oh, oh cheap, cheap. <laughs> you nobos always have such a twisted way of calling cheap. I yeah. don't hate him though. I, yeah, I felt like oh, everything he was saying was super justified and it's so yeah. weird being from a noble like the higher point of view and mm-hmm. seeing you know people that we can relate to. <laughs> yeah because we're usually the okay. commoners. Yeah. <laughs> yeah we're usually yeah. you know it's because you start low most of the times mm-hmm. yeah, and, and then you you're like prejudices from people like shield hero you know people looking down on you but yeah it definitely touched on the whole fact that um the the pharmaceuticals for you know commoners is definitely not cheap and he's like Mm -hmm. you're gonna make it fucking cheap you're gonna kill my fucking business yeah next you're gonna tell me that my screenplays can be viewed from my home (laughs) oh no (laughs) and you're gonna kill my screenplay business yeah i mean (laughs) if, if anything from this from this light novel at least is consistent with real world aspects because i'm pretty sure that's how it is you know back in medieval days i mean it is it it is how it is now where you know buying medicine can be really expensive and it's really hard to you know navigate through that especially if you have an illness and all this guy cares about is trying to heal as many people as possible i think you know establishing the fact that his sister died and that's the reason mm-hmm. he became a doctor to begin with is like all the motivation you need that this guy is purely in it to make oh, yeah. sure that no one ends up being like his sister uh, at the end. So I remember my other thing now. I'm curious to see if they're going to play around um, how high tech he's taking medicine because TB is like the biggest one that that fucker was yeah. cured until like the 20th century for us. Yeah. So for him to cure it in like bumfuck medieval times, I mean, they have <laughs> magic, sure. Yes, they do have magic. But yeah. It's just, Still. I'm interested to see what's going to be the consequences, if anything. Mm-hmm. And like, I imagine that God already knows that there would be some sort of kickback from it. Or maybe yeah, they just like don't touch on it far. at all. And they're just like, yeah, no just conflict, make it a better just place. Yeah. Advanced evolutions of technology and medicine yep. with no consequences here comes the x-rays yeah give you cancer can't wait for people to start fucking <laughs> trying to assassinate him too you think no. he gets cancer when he uses his special eyes <laughs> yeah i was just saying he doesn't need he doesn't need huh. x-ray because he All can of a sudden, just everybody lights up with some kind of uh, <laughs> isn't that like the superman joke where he like yeah. he does x-ray yeah. vision he on everyone a, he's just giving everyone cancer oh my God. laying up breast cancer i've never <laughs> heard that <laughs> yeah no, there, i remember there was like a comic strip that someone did on it and it's like millions of women now have breast cancers <laughs> <laughs> bro one of the worst superheroes he's one of the worst batman for life <laughs> uh, sponsored right away uh okay sponsored. last last couple minutes anything else it wasn't like an actual comic. Five. It was like a fake comic. I just want to put that right, on right. paper. I don't think they would actually... Well, huh. <laughs> they wouldn't sell Superman that short. They'd rather have him get turned to evil by some yeah. kind of parasite yeah, than write like that kind of shit. Time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, Engage Kiss animation was pretty great. I just... I, I don't feel for what's going on. I don't personally connect with the drama and bullshit that's happening oh that's that's the only reason it got a good grade for me it finally got somewhere 
Like the, the blue haired girl weird. has been the worst in my eyes. But she finally redeemed herself because she's been kind of wishy-washy with how she felt with him and everything. But to have the confirmation to finally just say fuck it and pick a road. Like I didn't care which way she picked. Either she like didn't want to listen to him anymore and and you know, forget about him or actually choose the route to you know, help him accomplish his goals. I just wanted her to pick because she was so one or the other and she just cried a lot. But uh yeah, to really finally have on her mom too. Exactly. To finally make a stand and make her own choice on her own will and volition. Regardless if she was given that good sloppy toppy for however long they were having sex for. That's regardless of the point. Uh, I'm just glad that she finally chose a road. Whether it gets better from here, I have no idea. But uh, I think it's the first time I've actually been happy with uh, an episode of Engage Kiss. So, because it's been all over the place. I don't, I don't know what direction they want to go at. But it finally feels like we're getting somewhere. I do like what they did with um, Blue Hair Girl's... Uh development actually making her uh an actual threat to the actual threatening triangle yeah um, for sure now it feels like a love triangle and i mean that's the main draw of the show so they're they're doing what they they gotta do i'm actually surprised that, that list of um the rankings engage kids and higher up because i feel like this is exactly the kind of lowbrow etchy that yeah anime fans that the community eat. loves um but uh okay when they when they were at the diner feeding fucking Oyakudon uh to uh the main character talking about his backstory I had to watch I went back and I had to watch it like five times to understand that what, was a, a lot of talking that was like, like a half huge the episode lore dump an episode is this episode four already five five yeah, we yeah. finally have the backs. Uh, I mean, they've been hinting at it in like little whispers and not even whispers, like a little side glances. Um, yep. And we finally got it and it makes no sense. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, I, I'm like, his backstory is what? whatever. Uh, his fa- okay. Do you guys understand? His sister's still alive. It, okay. Yeah. And then they, they dropped that, that the sister is maybe yeah. alive because they didn't find her body, right? Yeah. She, her disappearance didn't add up to everything about it my my biggest takeaway from that is that the fucking detective guy that's offering his help is evil that's all that's all i got out of it the fact that he's like trust me like that's, i want to bring the truth to everyone that yeah. your family isn't murdering didn't murder all those people 10 years ago or however long it was ago i want to f- i want to find the truth with you and reveal yeah. it so then you can clear your name i'm like you motherfucker you're setting that's, him up you were there 10 years that. ago but that's like, C plus. I'm just like, mm, I hope that's not the fucking case, you know? It's him. It's like, this that guy looks guy. like as much of a Joe Schmo as like any background exactly. character. He's an antagonist in that case. That's why I don't know he looks that. like a Joe Schmo, and then if he you, turns. Um, he looks evil at the end, and then he a, does one of the the hand through the hair. Oh, and he's, he's, he's hair. fucking evil because his hair is slicked back. God damn it, Adachi! <laughs> yeah. I fucking knew it. He yeah, it's like me. Persona Four. Yeah, Eisen, you son Captain of a bitch. Eisen. God fucking damn it! Yeah. <laughs> Oh, am I so. evil now? <laughs> <laughs> Takes off glasses. Takes glasses off. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. This is, I, I don't know. It's just so convenient that someone wants to believe in him because it. everyone's been against him and his family for like 10 plus years now. Why all of a yeah. sudden this detective guy... And in episode which, five, come on. 
was also like he could have reached out to him years ago like why choose now where like he is getting close to the answer and now he's afraid that he's going to find out what happens so he's going to try to wedge himself in to try to dictate what he what he can learn and what he shouldn't learn so he doesn't get fucked over kind of thing that's i don't know it's generic as it could be i hope that's not the case but detective guy is already fucking sussy I, I recently rewatched um, someone play uh, Heavy Rain PS3 game. Did not age well, by the way. It's absolutely fucking horrible when I'm watching it again. Mm-hmm. But yeah. it did essentially the same thing that I'm kind of seeing here, where you follow the main character whose character who's like child was abducted and he's like slowly mm-hmm. dying. He has to figure out how to save him, blah, blah, blah. And you follow the detective who's also trying to figure out who the killer is. Except giant mm-hmm. plot twist. It was a detective all along and he's a fucking yep. psychopath whose dad never saved like his uh, younger brother and he's trying to find yeah. a dad that's willing to go the extra mile blah yeah. blah blah and i'm just like Holy shit. i swear to fucking god if you do this I, show, dude, i'm telling you I'm fucking psychopaths or that, people that's that what are, it looks like right now yeah, yeah they're like criminals agree. they put themselves in the investigation as close as possible because then no one suspects them because why are you going to go the extra mile to uncover mysteries that you're yeah that you're the culprit for, yeah. for the killer though he he's getting off to it he's like i want to find the perfect yeah. dad and you are it <laughs> Yeah, exactly. and then when, as, like when he was a detective, though, he was going to like the previous people who had their um, children taken away. He'd take the yeah. evidence, and then at the end of it, he like burned it all. So, dude, what if the reason. detective in Engage Kiss is actually the big brother, or Ooh. related to? Uh, Could be. I mean, I feel like this is the kind of show that would to, do that uh, shit and be like, yeah, that's oh, gotcha. Yeah, I'm the one who fucked over mom and dad and little sister. And oh here she God. is right now, and he like brings her out, and she's like totally normal and totally Takes oblivious off to everything. Pulls her back. <laughs> He's the sister. Oh, don't oh, you recognize me, see. brother? Because uh, I've been I've been what a girl this about? whole time. I have death perception. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, but still, B plus because damn, is it pretty anime? It is. A one pictures is, is definitely outdoing themselves this this year. So. Uh, but with that, 20 minutes are up. So. Oh, wait. Sorry. Real quick. Real quick. Yeah. Tommy Galaxy. I, I just, I'm pretty excited for next week's episode because it, it feels like they're maybe running on the concept of how Watashi is going through different um, universes of himself as if within like a galaxy. And they've hit yeah. like um, a turning point where mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the god has may have lost his like regional powers for Watashi. And so mm-hmm. they w- will continue on with what happened in this current episode and kind of just have hell run loose with Ozu and um, Watashi's life. So it just, you know, the, the theory crafting that this show gave at the end of this episode was fucking fantastic. Good bring up, though, for Tatami Galaxy. I do have news on, on that show. Uh, apparently, uh, Tatami Time Machine Blues is going to launch on Disney Plus in Japan on September 14th. Uh, this is a sequel to the Tatami Galaxy uh, show. Uh, oh. So Disney Plus will be airing uh, six episodes starting from September 14th all the way to an original six episode on October 12th, which is not part of the original story in the novel. Uh, and yeah, it will be exclusive to Disney Plus. Uh, in the sequel novel, uh, the Tatami Galaxy Blue Machine. Uh, the synopsis is, 
Uh, Tatami Galaxy's protagonist troublemaking friend Ozu gets the student apartment only air conditioner remote control wet, breaking it on a certain midsummer day. The students wonder what to do about the situation for the remainder of the summer and make a plan with Akashi. No unstylish male student from 25 years in the future arrives in a time machine. Protagonist travels back in time to try to retrieve the remote control before it's broken. So, uh, if you love the Tommy <laughs> Galaxy, we will be we'll be close to done by the time this starts airing. So, uh, I wonder. I really like that synopsis. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking weird. Um, so Dude, apparently, <laughs> I, I don't want to press the fucking machine. I want that remote. Yeah, uh, apparently Tatami Time Sounds Machine exactly Blues, right. uh, <laughs> it, sh- it shipped in uh, July 2020, 16 years after original novel. So he was inspired by uh, a novel called Summertime Machine Blues Stage Play <laughs> by right. Makoto Ueda. <laughs> so uh, yeah, so that's why this that's why that novel came out and now it's getting an anime. So uh, just for all you Tatami Galaxy fans out there, if you guys enjoying us watching it, I'm probably sure we're going to be watching the sequel as well uh, after it's done airing. So uh, look forward to that. Uh, okay, with that, that is the bottom half of the board. Uh, let us know down below if you agree with our grades. And uh, before we move on to the top half of the board, it is trading season for us here at the Wii Power Hour. We're already at week four. So the trading block is open uh, for the next couple of weeks to trade out any animes uh, that we're not feeling and trading some animes that uh, we want to start grading. Currently, the only shows that we have on the block uh, on the bench for us right now, Shadow's House Season 2 and Ruby Ice Queendom. Uh, I know, <laughs> don't want to get you guys all riled up, but oh my, stepmother, step, my stepmom's daughter oh, oh. is my ex has been ranking very high on Anime Corner That's right. uh, oh. this season. Has been in the top 10 every week since the season started. Highest oh, ranking was just God. this past week ranked at 4th place. So that could be another show <laughs> we could potentially have on the bench if you guys want to. But that's what... Anime the, watchers are getting bored so they're just making more and more weird shit. <laughs> and it's This non-stop. is what the field is looking like. Yeah. <laughs> This is what the field is looking like for you guys. This is what their fantasy is. Yeah. That's exactly (laughs) what they want. They're having time with their life right now. Yeah. I remember back in my high school day, Brotherhood, Full Metal uh, Alchemist was top shit. Broke the top. Yeah. Ayumi Mace's move has been very high as well. I think it's like 7.8 on my anime list. A lot of people like it. Uh, It's been consistently in the top 10 as well. So that's another show uh, that could potentially we can catch up on and see if you guys want in or out. But uh, I know for sure uh, from hearing you guys talk while we're watching anime, Call of the Night looks like it's going to be a candidate to to cut out and swap, and uh, and Devil's a part timer as well. So do we still feel that way, or do you want to try to give it another week or two before we start making final decisions? Like I know I was very negative on um, Devil's a part timer, but. I think it's actually ironically turned into my shed card of the season. I want to see it through to the end. Well, not shed card, but you still want to grade it to the, the obligatory end. 10th, you know, like that. Yeah. Show. Yeah. You're, you're still going to watch it regardless. We're, yeah. We're going to watch it regardless in the media roundup. Yeah. So my, so but keep to it. start grading. Yeah. It, yeah. I, I feel the same way. 
I'd like another week, though, personally. And I wouldn't... (sighs) I don't want to say it, but I'll say it anyway. I wouldn't mind watching three episodes of that weird stepmom's daughter's my ex yeah let you know me and lance watch one episode already and it is oh man i said some really vile things (laughs) oh well (laughs) what does that mean like uh i don't know i'd probably get you just have to see it to believe it (laughs) yeah what what what's the genre for it is it like rom-com it's It's rom-com it's a rom-com slice of life it's a rom-com It's about school. two high schoolers living yep. together that used to date each other that have yes, but their parents like, remarried with each other, each other, and so now they're stuck yeah. together in the same household. Remarried, yep. So it just sounds yep. like a bunch of so my ex stepmom's now stepmom's daughter is my ex. No, no too many exes. <laughs> oh, it's they, just they, oh, okay. So so they haven't been. It's married just two before. families getting together. Oh, like, they married, like they just they individually got divorced and then they got together. Yeah, yeah, I'm not saying that they got divorced with each other. (laughs) I'm just saying they they got remarried in general. They got together and now they're siblings again. That makes no fucking sense. That means that they were already incest. Actually, yeah, incest, (laughs) and they're doing it again. Round two, man, reignite that fire. Yeah, they always say electric boogaloo is always better. It's uh, probably not as raunchy as Vermeil, but I'm. It's still not like interesting to me. Don't count your chickens before they hatch. Don't count your cuckoos before they hatch. Yeah. Bro, high schoolers are crazy. Yeah. Oh, well, also watched. because they're drawn with big old tittos and like really curvy bodies. So, yeah. Like, what, what else are you? I mean, put, what, well, what other situations do you put them in other than that, I guess? Can you say that the level of degen would still be the same if anime actually portrayed accurate female bodies? No. Yes. Wait. Yeah. Well, wait. Say that question again. Would degens still be degens if, if anime, uh, anime females weren't as sexualized? Yeah. No. Yes. Yes. They would be the same. Yes, because people would watch it. People still see, and I say people, you know, as a blanket statement, where they watch us. a show and there <laughs> are females. Us, obviously, <laughs> there are females on a show or like a screen or a page that isn't sexualized at all and they will go on google <laughs> Here comes the and you can find all kinds of fucking art about said unsexualized so character <laughs> my favorite <laughs> yeah. oh my. it doesn't matter dgen's gonna dgen so sure okay so it sounds like we're gonna add another we're gonna wait another week maybe we'll start watching some stepmom a uh, daughter ex <laughs> no. to see if it's worth trading in. Uh, so we'll get back to you guys on that uh, next Probably week. Probably won't be, but I'll, who I'll knows? Look. Who knows? But uh, let's uh, let's end the trading block for now. We'll come back to it next week. Uh, and let's hit the top half of the board. Uh, we do things a little differently here in the top half. We give each show a little bit more love uh, and uh, dial in on each uh, show, except for just overall. Uh, so starting out the bottom half of the board, coming in at fifth place, a place further than the universe with 50 points. Uh, the grades A's across the board, except for Lance, he is at a B plus. Uh, so still similar grades for everyone here. So I'll just open up the floor for everyone. Uh, what do you guys like or dislike about this week's episode of a uh, place further than the universe? All the girls are together and it's really fun. Yeah, it's the first time they they get to do something together, like cute girls doing something. Mm-hmm. So. Um, but yeah, and 
they're slowly building more on uh Chiraisi, the the main girl the one that has her mom uh oh, went yeah. to antarctica they're giving her a little bit more backstory she already knows the director of the the whole antarctica trip and everything like that and trying to get more backstory on what happened with her mom and everything like that so uh it's those slow builds uh for me i enjoyed uh i enjoyed the show a lot i'm happy that we finally got to or rather i finally got to see the spoon ladle scene oh I'm sorry oh, my yeah. daughter <laughs> yeah you're holding a weapon Kimari's this isn't a weapon yeah yeah Honey, the fucking dad <laughs> close the door <laughs> i'm sorry daughter yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. That was for sure. That was good. I like how um like I think my favorite slice of life animes uh like Kaon, Hibike, Euphonium, uh and like I didn't get to see all of Euro Camp, but I'm sure I would love it. I just don't have the time to watch it all. But I like how like that, it's back to that beef percentage again, where there's the perfect amount <laughs> of slice of life, where it's realistic, it's relatable, it mm-hmm. it makes sense. Back to that realistic part, but then all of the anime part of it, the things that don't make sense are just completely contained within the character and what they do and how they react. Like, mm-hmm. like Nichi Joe is kind of on the extreme where things are still relatable, but the way the characters react. And how they like talk amongst oh, each other. It's ridiculous. Yeah. But oh my god, it's so funny. Yep. But with this one, when they're out training, like there's a little bit of insight as to how things work when you want to go on an expedition. Things are implied. Yeah. But you see how a uh, boss ass bitch the director is, and you're like, okay, you know, she's a female, she's in this industry, um, presumably male dominated, but we've only seen females because that's kind of anime but also <laughs> yeah. well they made a comment be too, like that like, they were surprised yeah that she was a woman yeah mm-hmm. i like that sure. just like really small things but at the same time they're fucking cute girls doing cute things but it's it's so like natural that it's yeah it's nice yeah. and the whole sunset scene was like fuck yeah I felt that yeah. like i i want to be i want to do that yeah kind of that's the that's like the concises with this show. I think I think everyone felt at the end of it like, okay, I want to go do something that I I usually never do. You know, I mm-hmm. want to go out there and see something that I've never seen before. And I I think the soundtrack doesn't get enough credit for how they make people feel, especially that sunset scene. They always play uh, that particular song when they want to try to be more heartfelt or one of those very quiet moments when the characters don't talk a lot and they're just trying to experience and soak in being present at the moment uh, kind of thing. And uh, I'm like Pavlov's effect now. So every time I hear that song, I just start almost crying or just start thinking about like, man, I want to also like, it's not like I want to go to Antarctica, but I want to like travel. I want to like do something that I usually never do. You know, I like, I want to go to Japan. You know, I want to go see like all these cool things that I see in videos. Uh, and just get up and go and not have to uh, tell myself that I can't go kind of thing. And I think that's the the beauty of the show. Like, you know, you tell yourself to go and then you'll make it happen. And uh, mm-hmm. that's what these girls are doing. You know, they, they have a goal in mind. They want to make it happen. And uh, they're slowly doing it. I enjoyed the 
literal breaking point that the show did by like you know showing the uh, sun rising and they're going on their expedition we're finally past all of the um setting up and literally moving forward yep. you know yeah yeah it's just now now it's time to go to antarctica now yeah. it's time to do what we set out to do unlike some other shows that do that and they're like you ready to take our first step as a peach boy riverside character let us go forward <laughs> okay no! what's, what's that other that. show that we watched uh, last season uh the one with the the bitch that can't die yeah uh, oh what? fuck heroine's fuck. way of life or whatever executioner no, not hero. executioner yeah Sorry, but let us go the two worst shows. <laughs> i did i did i totally did executioner's way of peach boy <laughs> okay we gotta keep going peach boy river life <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> peach boy's river life <laughs> of kill thanks of kill uh, oh, man. Okay, <laughs> let's uh, let's move on from that because I don't want to really want to go down. The on detectives already Peach Boy side <laughs> <Sign> of kill <laughs> season two, <laughs> two exclamation points. <laughs> oh. Uh, all right, oh, moving man. on. Uh, coming in at fourth place, uh, Gare Zero with fifty-two points. Uh, the grades A's for myself and Plenty, A minus from avery and then a plus from lance uh so again i'll just open up the floor to everyone here pretty similar grades uh what do you guys like about this week's episode of gar ray zero oh man i wanted to ask so bad man like i i, was I mean like, why don't you i was like wavering between the two clicking and clicking off that s oh so you were edging yourself yeah but <laughs> <laughs> okay i mean um Aside, Batman, why can't Microsoft Edge Microsoft come? <laughs> Sorry. Keep that in. <laughs> okay, aside from the etchy, which I was, I mean, I didn't know what I was expecting. I was not expecting the etchy genre on the show, the surprise. Um, aside the Wild from Wild that, back in the day. I know. It was. It was still a we pretty good see episode. Boobs fucking yeah I, I don't know the like the the rose colored glasses of old school anime and it's like you go back to watch me you're like holy fucking shit this happened <laughs> yeah yeah like, like dragon ball 2 that that show is fucking crazy back yeah, then tiny pee -pee. oh yeah <laughs> yeah i'm just like what the fuck oh. just pee -pee in your face harassing <laughs> bulma to like no extent oh I'm yeah just like, uh, all right phone pantsing uh like like uh Commando pantsing Balma, like yeah, yeah. yeah. Man, I'm kind of happy we're not in that area anymore. Yeah, we're we're a little bit more refined. I miss it, as you say. But and uh, then we have Vermeil and Gold. Right? So the more refined. things change, the more they stay the same. <laughs> but uh, HD. Yeah, I'm a. Uh, I'm surprised that we're still kind of in flashback mode a little bit yeah and we're already on episode four and we're still maybe that's the zero building that's what i was starting no, to think yeah, I, it definitely that's that's what i'm getting at i thought we were gonna kind of do like a quick one episode two episode flashback and then start trying to solve a problem with the two girls because from what you know plenty has told us these two girls aren't really prominent in the in the manga in the sequel per se they're just like you know other characters so i kind of feel like they were gonna like start addressing the problem that yomi's evil or 
she has an agenda, but it's just been like, I don't want to say fan service or like filler, but it's just been kind of like giving us like a lot more Yomi Kaguya fan service that I don't mind. Got but to build their sisterhood, I guess. And then yeah, it's when she goes missing, maybe we'll get more context. Exactly. I, I, that's why I was thinking. I was just like, I'm surprised they haven't done the when Yomi disappears. She, she wasn't yet. missing for that long, was she? When they were it discussing it, seem at least like they it. didn't. Yeah, they didn't act like it. Like she's been gone for a year or something crazy, you know? Yeah, because everyone still looks. Well, I mean, age. I mean, the guys are always gonna look the same, but I mean, I would expect it to be like a little time skip gap. But they all look very similar to what they originally looked like in the present times. So, it, who knows when Yomi decided to portray them or she found out that she needed to change her ways so uh, i guess we'll have to see gotta love the killer iron weapon yeah oh yeah fucking michael douglas what a fucker like <laughs> what pretty sure oh, he's michael in the manga douglas, too the yeah michael douglas stupid weapons yeah, yeah. The iron no yeah. and the guy yeah the guy because he makes burly, the weapon, so he makes guy. it he oh, names it after himself he's wow. michael douglas yeah he's black and decker yeah <laughs> dude I, I was what like oh yeah when this fucking, into one man when this guy showed up with his fucking loincloth of power loincloth. and mm-hmm. his fucking chest of hair i was and like his cheeks I'm, of steel and his oh my god the ass cheeks of steel <laughs> harder than yeah. the 10 the ten thousand folded katana iron uh <laughs> like i'm still trying to figure out what this show's genre is because that was just so wacky I don't know. I think this is yeah. just it's like what 2008 is. You know, I they always have like these crazy. Like this. Did people from <laughs> like, this studio jump ship in, in the last like decade and jump on the trigger? Because it's like that level of look. It's weird, but just stay with us because it's going somewhere. <laughs> kind of weird. Yeah, it could be. I, I don't know. To to me, for this time period of 2008, kind of run in the mill. Just crazy wacky old man dude that's really buff and he contributes to something i'm really surprised that all all he is is a blacksmith to be perfectly honest surprised he doesn't like fight or help them do other stuff he's just purely a blacksmith but he's cool i guess i don't remember but i'm i'm pretty sure every character we've seen so far that are like important or part of the ghost killing organization or whatever we're here are referenced in the manga oh at some point i Mm. feel like it's it's difficult but pretty sure they show up uh, and they're like just random side characters that you meet so i think the whole intro that we got is supposed to be like it's them wasn't ready for the booba scene and i feel like i've seen this anime like at least four times yeah i mean so you're welcome for that because i didn't pick this for that oh that that oh. wasn't the scene that <laughs> set me off actually the, the scene that <laughs> set me off was the fucking briefcase guy bending over and then old man driver just fucking oh, yeah. blushing at the booty nice ass yeah that's that's <laughs> what set me off that was right after the kissing scene too of, of fucking uh oh, yeah Yomi and so <laughs> Like to have those back to back. That's I was like, okay, yeah, nothing's gonna surprise me now. Super dark, edgy in the beginning, and then 
fucking this. Pretty slice of life at this point. Mm-hmm. They've been they've been kind of like lore dumping like these monsters and how they come to be and what we're trying to do against them. But at the same time, we're just like, yeah, Yomi and Kagura, they just fucking kiss. I mean, they're just for fun every day. Not really by blood. High school, high school sisters. sisters. Kiss. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Normal because they love each other tro- so much, and everyone thinks that Yomi treats Kagura as a child, like her daughter. But the yeah, kiss, she's that's the mommy. Yeah, mommy. Even kiss. more worrisome that that's other people's interpretation of the relationship. The Tom, the, the Tom Brady. Kiss. I don't got to spend time with my fiance. She's got to spend time with her daughter. Ha 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 ha. <laughs> <laughs> I guess oh, I'm going to judge myself to death. There's so yeah. much things wrong with what was just said. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's a... Uh, it's a mouthful. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm excited to get deeper into it. Uh, okay, with that, uh, let's move on to the next anime on our list. Getting to the top three. <laughs> uh, coming in at third place, barely being Agari Zero for 53 points, Prison School. Uh, with the grades A's from Lance and Avery, and then A pluses from myself and Plenchy. Uh, so again, I'll just open up the floor, everyone. Here, it looks like a lot of people have something to say about this week's episode. So, uh, the floor is yours, guys. Uh, one at a time. One at a time. Don't rush. Get in line. Yeah, where do I start? <laughs> Good. Where could you possibly Dude. start with this anime? I, I just only because it's Peter's webcam background right now, but the emo- the roller coaster of having to watch Gakuto distract the laundry man and then suddenly realizing that the whole insane screaming and garbledy gook that Gakuto is spewing turns into a rap at some point. I'm like, yeah. this is when? When did he start Why? rapping? Because it's just like constantly in the background and I'm reading the subtitles and he's like, yo, mode. yo, yo. Goza, 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 yo. Like, <laughs> like this oh, man is willing God. to do anything and everything <laughs> to get his figurine. I, as a connoisseur of figurines, can understand how much he wants this. Not he saying that I'm like Gokto, but yeah, yeah just the fact that he's willing to do anything. Is this the same episode where no he's shame. hiding the tape in his pants or whatever? And yeah. it looks like he has a Either. raging boner. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that scene was just... <laughs> oh, like, I had to do like a double take as I... <laughs> I, I also like how like the the the, the girls <laughs> are just kind of like Go yeah just nonchalant yeah. there it is like, yeah. okay and then just turn around and just start stretching and I was like okay these and, girls. Then, and then he just unzips his pants and it's okay like <laughs> oh Corny uh-huh. Kakaku now they think I have a boner <laughs> fools <laughs> what a bunch of idiots yeah, I was like god damn it just I, I just love how just like all the girls now <laughs> they meet the guys and it's like yeah this is just a matter of fact like no, yeah. no one's yeah. even like that phase anymore, and how disgusting and stupid and uh, everything degen about these guys—that's just who they are. These girls are just gonna grow up to be just like, um, yeah, the president, the, the president, president, and just assume <laughs> all men are just vile, disgusting animals because the only boys <laughs> that they, they interact with are vile, disgusting animals. <laughs> <laughs> no, they are. That's all, all guys. Are. Yeah, it's accurate. Then. <laughs> it's absolutely accurate. I forgot that the episode before ended with Gakuto pantsing the president 
on purpose. Like the way that he maneuvers himself, you're like, what the fuck <laughs> yeah, is Gonzo doing? He did like doing? a fucking, like, fucking backflip. Like it's part of a plan, but then he gets beat up so hard, he's basically dead, but then he's not, so it's like even worse. And yeah, then but he liked it. He, yes, <laughs> he liked it, but he looked so fucked up. And oh my god, the animation. Why is the art so good? Why is everything? Daisy stuff, man. They're good. Every yeah. frame is just the a fucking is, masterpiece. Is a master drawing broken, beaten males. It's <laughs> like, so good. Like, that was always his talent and, growing up. The teachers said it. Uh, his parents said it. Our, yeah, Daisy our stuff has been said it. has been very solid over the years. So they had some bad ones, but they've had some really good ones as well. So anything else for prison school? That's it. That's all you guys got. Shitting and coming. I could say a lot, but it's just a play-by-play of what happened. Yeah. And how good it was and how funny it was. I'm not going to overanalyze this show because I don't think it deserves it. It's just really funny. Yeah. Animation's great. The voice acting is like like excellent. Just stellar. It's not just the cherry on top. It's like the gold laced whipped cream and cherry on top. Gold lace. Put by the you know, God himself. Piss shit and cum covered. (laughs) (laughs) Cherry on top. (laughs) Fortune favors the brave. Fortune favors the brave. No (laughs) It's so funny though. Uh, okay on that note uh, <laughs> let's move on to the next anime on our list uh, coming in with 54 points man these top shows are all close to each other uh, just barely being on prison school by one point uh, Isekai Oji-san or Uncle from Another World uh, the grades A's from myself and Avery and then A pluses from Plinchy and Lance a lot of A pluses from from Plinchy this, uh, this week uh, so Again, I'll just open up the floor to everyone here. What do you guys like about this week's episode of Isekai Oji-san? Why do they do the the female character like that? Because <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> That's my A+. Just how funny that whole oh, like, joke is. Yeah. Yeah, Fujimiya. That's kind of just a goldmine of a joke. I think it's tried and true of just a total idiot, just fucking idiot main character and then the girl who just desperately wants him to love her yeah. and just never like, being able so to get it she's so hopeless yeah, yeah. And but she then herself you also feel really cringe yeah then you see her childhood and you're like oh yeah oh. but that's like that's the good part right it's because like she's trying to play the straight character in this comedy but, but she geez. has so many flaws of her own yeah she's that, just as bad and she's just as bad and that makes it better uh, we thought like the the nephew was just gonna be, uh, mm. like the straight character, but he's also like a shithead. Like everyone's just kind of bad. <laughs> yeah, everyone's <laughs> like, awful. Yeah, it's great. So, oh, Jisun's the but worst. Funny. Oh, he's yeah, but he doesn't even realize worst. it, which is the funniest. No. And he has the most power, so it's just such yeah. a volatile combination. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, is that Moe Yep? <laughs> no. <laughs> that smile. God that fucking damn. smile. But, he uh, dances great, too. Yeah. <laughs> he has everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah he does opening. it all. He aged well. Yeah, I mean, he, he aged exactly awful the same. start, and then he just stayed the same age, so I was that really aging well. <laughs> yeah, because you don't get below. You just stay consistent, you know? Just like McDonald's. Yeah. Thanks, McDonald's. Yeah. Try their new uh, two for one deal. Uh, not sponsored. It's in my ass. 
Cool. Uh, I feel bad for the elf girl, <laughs> by the way. Oh, yeah. Like, she enables a little bit of uh, Oji-san and his behavior, but uh, she definitely didn't deserve having to walk his drunk ass home uh, to his room and then just get left outside. But I was pretty sad. With him, I yeah, she still follows like, him. Almost the entire 17 years, so... You know, she yeah. really doesn't have anyone to blame but herself. So no, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. at the it's, end of the day, it's sad and it sucks. But the miscommunications is just her projecting her like tsundere feelings towards him, which yeah. is really the basis of that kind of relationship. But like, there's absolutely no reciprocating feelings and she gets rejected constantly but yet she's like i'm still gonna travel with him yeah i've never seen such a beat down on a sundere (laughs) yeah just such a slap in the face of sundere is that this is what you deserve if you really are this it feels like the writer or whoever is the mangaka just really hates the ideal sundere so Mm -hmm. it's just beating that character trope down time and time again why should so. we love women when they're mean to us? <laughs> yeah, I don't actually, this shit. Yeah. <laughs> she called so. me orc face. Am I supposed to fall in love with that? <laughs> yeah, I'm fucking done with this shit. I I relate to Ojisan in that sense. If if like he's old school and he comes across that and he's like, that you hurt my feelings. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. What? Like, <laughs> gonna... That's not nice. Why did you say nice stuff oh, to me? Love me. Like... She calls me names, man. <laughs> yeah. So uh <laughs> Okay, anything else for Isekai Oji-san? Oh, we didn't talk about last week's episode, right? Where, where um, Oji-san uh, turned into the elf girl. Yes. I'm, I'm so disappointed. I, I wish a, that was a very <laughs> bummed out like, I was so yeah. disappointed when I saw that. Oji-san pulled one under you. <laughs> yeah, and I should have guessed because... Oh my god! I'm just looking at them right now. Wearing it's the so same jacket. It's yeah. She's wearing his clothes. But, but when we were talking about it, it was like oh, she could have been wearing his clothes because yeah, she came you know, from yeah. the fantasy world. Yeah, he gave her his clothes. I so did. maybe before they go shopping because they're poor, right? It's not like easy just to go buy clothes, yeah, new just clothes throw this for on. someone. It's in my closet. I got like a like 15 of those, like that joke. Exactly. Yeah, and then, and then she sniffs it. And she's like, "Oh, it smells bad." Like but then she stings. like snips it again. This. But then she just keeps like, it on. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, and she just cooms in the corner, kind of thing. And but, she's holding a Sega Genesis controller, so we thought she's just trying to appeal to to him. It's literally him. She would do that. It's just him. So. Yeah. she would. She's such a simp. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. King, 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 king. Well, uh, I mean, <laughs> I think the scene that we got was. In its own right, still really it's funny, so funny and re- yeah. really in that was great. But I, yeah. I would have been happy if Elf Girl actually yeah. came to the real world. Like in the in the moment, funny, but in the long term storyline, yeah. oh damn Missed it! Opportunity. Now what? We could have had yeah. more. Could have had better, had more jokes. cringy girls yeah. in the real world. Because yeah. imagine all four of those uh, characters living under the same roof. Like both the nephew and Oji son, and then uh, God, then it's just Devil's Apart time. Yeah. yeah, but better. Yeah, because it's just gonna be do- those core characters. There's no reason to add. I don't else. see no any, no outside people. Any reason no. to have anyone else? Yeah, <laughs> no. It was already like enough with just the the nephew and Oji son. So, mm-hmm. well, the friend too. Yeah, Fujimiya's 
pretty good. I, I'm still waiting cool. for her to like have a have like a full moment, like just like a like an episode dedicated to her and how bad she is. So I thought it was this episode. Like that was pretty bad. Yeah, I thought it was this episode because she she was pretty desperate. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that fucking middle school picture wasn't really a good look for her. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, like, girl, what and the fuck And she was really tan, doing? too. Holy shit. You couldn't wait till you went home and thought about it in bed. You just sent it in his apartment with the uncle <laughs> yeah, right there. Five feet away from him. Are you fucking <laughs> stupid? God. And, it's a, and it's a fucking middle school picture, not like a like a current picture. <laughs> yeah, and so now he looks like a pedophile. Takafumi's like, oh god, I need to delete. Like, this. there's no, there's no way to not see that as like awful. Oh my god, <laughs> the shithead in her is still there. Yeah. Oh yeah. So yeah. Really, she's still that ugly child inside. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God, it wasn't even that. like the ugliness it was the poop stick the oh you think this is bad with when <laughs> she grabs the manga yeah i mean the yeah. ugliness is okay it's like how she acted was just so bad <laughs> unbearable she's so gross as a kid and takafumi and oji-san is like whoa fujimi you're so cool oh yeah <laughs> they're such yeah. losers i love it it's so good they have like the opposite reaction to <laughs> because yeah, they're happy that yeah someone their bullies are getting bullied you know so yeah it's, it's a nice feeling like for it, them they don't consider her appearance at all just that she stuck up for him yeah she's an ally of justice <laughs> uh that's so good uh okay with that let's move on to the final anime on this top 10 nine anime down one left at the top of the mountain taking first place again with a total of 55 points, just one point shy of that perfect score. Licorice Recoil. Uh, with the grades, A pluses across the board. So for Avery, he is at an A. Uh, I think this is already two or three times already out of the four weeks that Licorice Recoil has stand at the top of the mountain. And for good reason, uh, not only us have liked it, but I believe even the Concisus over on Anime Corner has put Licorice Recoil number Lights one good. Uh, for the past, uh, past four weeks. I almost don't believe uh, it. Almost, they actually uh, recognized it was that a third. good anime when they saw it. So, uh, and pretty eventful episode again. So, uh, I'll just open up the floor for everyone here for a final time this week. What do you guys like about this week's episode of Licorice Recoil? Um, my favorite part of the show. Okay, aside from the pretty animations and the great music and the banger ass openings and endings and the great fight choreography mm-hmm. um aside from all those things damn that was a big sloppy topic you just did on the yeah, show not not too much like i actually like about the show but the main important thing i like about this show is talking on chisato's um uh, relationship and yeah the writing for their relationship as it develops is so consistently good like it really just this kind of show gives me hope for these kinds of um action with like I don't a drama yeah story like this this human um story about two people that were probably never meant to be friends um mm-hmm. yeah. finding common yeah. ground and finding allies in each other and really getting close like yeah. they just nail talking to Chisato's relationship and uh they do it in like such nice subtle ways. Like talking to just smiles at Chisato over like 
dumb things that in episode one and two she rolled her eyes at and yeah mm-hmm. i really like she's that. enjoying her company yeah she really enjoys chisato's company now and i really like that attention to detail from the animators part yeah and it's not just the happiness too it's the 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 worry right when chisato talked about her 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 mechanical heart yeah for the first time like I mean, that's scary fucking talking about which is like holy shit what you almost died maybe yeah mm-hmm. like that's Something that's all happened. ran through her head and i i don't know if it was on purpose or it's just kind of like we were just focusing on this stuff but talking to didn't really talk much after that like the whole mission uh until mm-hmm. you know the the assassin actually starts showing up she was pretty quiet you know she didn't really want to interact with the the old man in the wheelchair and she just kind of kept to herself i know that's usually how talking to rolls in missions but uh it felt like she was a little bit more standoffish and just thought it was kind of just you know adding a little extra bubbly flair to like kind of make up for the the empty space that uh that talking i had so uh it was kind of interesting to see like their dynamic and just like how much they understand each other in that sense so it's pretty cool also yeah. that fluff scene at the end when she put her oh yeah head oh, on her chest that was just Ooh, so good so cute yeah that was very cute cherry on top too already like I wouldn't say like a lackluster episode because there's still a lot of stuff happened, but it's definitely one of those like situations where like it's it's a building episode, right? Like they, yeah. mm-hmm. the assassin knew Mika and he was set up and then obviously the wheelchair guy wasn't really who we thought he was. He to kill the assassin. Yeah. And he has some kind of agenda as well. We think it's the fucking white hair uh, uh, foreigner guy and maybe the squirrel guy as well. Oh, not squirrel guy, but the robot guy. Yeah. hacker that mm-hmm. uh from earlier episodes so you know they're slowly building the plot and they keep slowly adding chisato's backstory but uh overall still kind of kind of like a filler episode and still felt natural still felt great uh it still felt like it was a very important part of the story mm-hmm. yeah i feel like um i talk about it a lot how sometimes anime openings are Animes are worth watching when you see how good an opening is, and then sometimes they don't live up to that, and it's very unfortunate, it's very sad. But, oh my god, Licorice Recoil is one of the few animes where the opening and ending are on the same level as, like, the rest of the episode's animation, mm-hmm. where it's yeah. like it's not like, oh, you gotta watch this show because the opening is so good. It's, you gotta watch the show because the opening and ending are amazing. The characters are beautifully drawn the animation is so fluid the action scene like everything that land said is just it's a lot and it's it's yeah like people don't usually need a lot of reasons to watch an anime but this has too many or like you have to watch this is it possible for a show to actually have it all and uh, i think licorice recoil does yeah we don't get to say that often Mm -hmm. uh especially from an original show another one yeah that was like I think the only yeah. thing that Vivi, we had talked about it, I remember saying how everything has been great so far. Even if you don't like the whole robot and time traveling premise, yeah. like when you take them separate, opening, animation, story, voice acting, storyboarding, like they're all so good. Just the ending and how they finished it was like a little cliche, but yeah. otherwise mm-hmm. great. But- so I'm a- I'm wondering if Licorice Recoil, like it's a high expectation and it's only 
one like few animes can have that kind of worry because they're doing so well so fast yeah but that's the i think worry with every original show right it's just the like the repercussions of being an original show because there is no restrictions on what you can do everything Mm -hmm. everything starts and ends with you as the studio because they're the ones that concocted the idea got the writers built the storyboard from the ground up and stuff like that so everything all the glory and all the responsibilities of failing it's on them so uh i think that's why for vivi you know i think and we talked about this too where uh they stuck the landing to be safe right they didn't want to do this crazy high-end jump and then fail at the end and then kind of ruin all the hard work they did at the at the beginning and uh yeah i think still to this day with the original shows that we watch i think skate has been the only one in in my opinion that was able to take a leap of faith at the end and still stuck the landing even though the, the leap of faith still wasn't as high as i wanted it to be it still felt like they were they were trying to go all out with uh with whatever they got and uh it, it worked out pretty well for them in the end um so i, I think liquor street co has that star potential i mean it's already in my eyes leaps and bounds over skate and i never thought i would probably like put skate down in my like original animes that i watch on the we power hour Mm -hmm. uh like mini rankings uh but i think liquor's recall has the all the makings to to top that and maybe even top my anime of the year for for this for this year so we'll have to see how it goes uh anything else for liquor's recoil or any of the other shows that we talked about tonight? <laughs> oh, I was just going to say really quick, I like the scene where that where the licorice got fucking ran over and blapped 20 oh, times. I was, I was, <laughs> holy shit. I was just about to say, yeah. That fucking yeah, that scene. That's was... <laughs> fucking hysterical. That was like the most like, cartoony overkill yeah. I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Mashima is literally Joker. Like, yeah. that was some yeah. Joker yeah. level. Yeah. Hey. But I like it, hey, though. I, I like the fact that, know, like... It was, it was fucking great. And you yeah. just like, come in and bl- I empty your whole fucking magazines into this, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, the, just the idea that the licorice girls Fuck itself is not immortal. Right, like we've already seen them that's, getting yeah, crushed going for. Mm-hmm. in yeah. the underground train. Right, like those girls in there, they're dead. They got fucking crushed by <sighs> every boulder imaginable. And then this girl, also worst probably licorice agent we've seen yet. The fact that, was, that she yeah. was trailing him like <laughs> two feet behind him was pretty dumb. <laughs> but I think it speaks to like that overconfidence that the licorice girls have. Like they think they are so well trained and like almost immortal with the. Uh, with the way they they go about their day that you know they're not going to get ambushed like that and uh you know hopefully that's a message to them that they're not perfect in any way shape or form and there's a lot of training that needs to be done i like the thing that lance pointed out when we were watching the episode of how chisato and takina are like the only two good agents of licorice recoil (laughs) and it reminds me of how in naruto Naruto and Sasuke are like gods among men. And yeah. Sakura's up there too. How dare you say that? She's like the I best mean, she, medical ninja she ever. She's the best Kunoichi. What about Shikamaru? The what about Shikamaru? 
What about Shikamaru? What the I, fuck? I'm, I'm just he's like he's the smartest awesome. guy there. What the fuck? <laughs> I, I, just life, say, I just want to say Shino could probably like square off with Sasuke at this point. They just don't want to make that match. Yeah, because it because it doesn't look good. Yeah, <laughs> it's gonna hurt. This the is like Shino Sasuke. Goes <laughs> the bug guy is almost at his level. Okay, but yeah, they're definitely they're trying to weave that narrative in that hey. Um, I know these guys are like Black Widow, but um, they're expect them to die and don't be yeah. attached and think that they're untouchable. Yeah. They're all human. They're not superhuman, yeah. basically. Mm-hmm. But I mean, that just that just speaks volumes for like Chisato, right? Because she understands the ramifications. She she understands the the danger behind every mission behind just this job itself. That's why she's so on talking to make sure that she takes care of herself first before trying to do whatever it takes for the mission. Cause she knows uh, one thing could go wrong and it costs you your life, right? Like that's what costs Shisato her heart, I assume. And uh, just, just for her to like protect her that way. It was uh, just really nice. I'm not sure. I'm really interested to see what the, the heart deal is. What I've, been kind of gathering so far is that um the allen institute it's kind of like make a wish foundation except for um <laughs> orphans specifically um yeah, female they, orphans maybe they gave i think the timeline is that they gave chisato oh like she was gonna die so they gave her a new heart and then chisato mm-hmm. joined the licorice yeah not, not sure. sure it could be yeah i think we're we're on the path. That's a good we're, assumption. We're, we're, that we're it could either be that. it's from the accident or she was born that born way. Born that way. Yeah. Because uh, yeah. Allen Institute, I mean, from the one guy that we know who's representing it, I, I think that actually might be Allen, maybe. <laughs> but um, he doesn't seem I to like so. the licorice. So it, I don't know if he'd give uh, a heart to a, a licorice agent. Yeah, for sure. I don't know. There's some kind of history. What it? I mean, it all it all goes back to that person that gave her the owl necklace, right? Like, once we yeah, what was the meaning? Understand that? who that guy is. I mean, we saw it at the very end of this week's episode. He was wearing like the little pin badge on his on his suit, and it was the same owl that Chisato had on her on her necklace. So, uh, whenever they reveal that, that's probably when we start getting more backstory. I mean, that's uh, that's Mika's friend, the one who keeps visiting. Um- the yeah, the, the yeah. white guy. Yeah. This guy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's so pretty confirmed because Mika's like, you know, she's looking for you, right? She's yeah. fucking looking for you. <laughs> she doesn't recognize me. It's been a long time. Sure. Oh, tell her when the time is right. Something <laughs> like that. That's how he talks. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> foreigner foreigner talk. <laughs> what? His name's fucking like Shinji or something. <laughs> I know, but we always call him foreigner. Because he's do. too light. Oh, I want to mention. Uh, I really like Kurumi. Um, they don't. Um, the aside from Shisato and talking like all the other characters are pretty secondary. But they still the moments that they give the side characters Mizuki, even Mika, Kurumi. Uh, mm. They the little pieces add up to a decent whole of a character and our understanding of them because Kurumi is really cute and funny. Uh, even like in yeah. her tiny little scenes where she comments like, 
Oh God, we won't forget you, Mizuki. <laughs> then Mizuki's yeah, like, like she's already we dead. We haven't had a kill confirmed that Mizuki's dead yet. <laughs> and then when they found Mizuki, just like, oh shoot, like, you're still oh, alive. Oh, Mizuki, you're alive. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, do you think uh, Kumi's yeah. a girl? Yeah. 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 Because I, I just, it's just one of those things where like we know anime, right? They. It will sell better when it's a girl than it would be as a know. guy. I think uh, boy girls are kind of kind of popular. I mean, they too. did it in Blend S, but they I don't think it's in, that type uh, of show. They did it in Assassination Classroom. Oh yeah, they did. They did. Yeah, boy girl I don't characters. Know. Um, but uh, yeah, but usually when they have characters like that, they 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 throw jokes around it first and they have know. characters who are That's like sad, isn't it? <laughs> they try to make it as obvious as possible but uh i mean yeah. they, they kind of they do like this weird thing with kudumi where um and i you know okay i think i know the answer to it already but kudumi uses boku as her um which mm. he That's what i was gonna ask so, was, yeah. so she talks in a and also her speech parents are very masculine but i wonder if that's because she pretends to be walnut and uh that's the only way she knows how she to tries talk to be to be yeah. pretend to be male so no one knows her <laughs> secret identity or just try yeah. to be bigger in the in the situation right if she's like dealing with someone then being a male might favor her more than trying to yeah, sound like sound a female like, sound feminine just sound yeah like neutral or masculine i guess yeah she's Something a weirdo like so i won't be surprised if her way of thinking is uh out there too yeah, like 4D chess shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. I think that's it. I think we exhausted everything that we could for week four of this ranking board. Uh, let us know how you guys like our grades for this week. And uh, with that, that is all the time that we have for this week's episode of the podcast. Uh, thank you very much for watching or listening to this week's episode uh, please like comment subscribe follow share do everything you can to help support uh, the We Power Hour we really appreciate it uh, no extra news I think from my side so other than that any last words guys before we head off for tonight comfy shorts be bus and for real for real no cap cash money go check it out I agree I'm kind of halfway there. There's, there's still got a lot of growing to do. <laughs> I mean, you start by getting your computer start fixed by and uploading those episodes. Yeah. I'm too lazy. Okay, other than that note, <laughs> uh, same week time, same week place, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.